0: for calling call me cowboy for western lifestyle press one for country music press two for cow pals press three or stay on the line to speak to our representatives thank you
1: hi guys it's katie and hannah and we wanted to let you guys know that all episodes of this
0: Podcast at the NFR are brought to you by American Bonfire Co. American Bonfire Co. Our favorite sunglasses. I'll say it once, I s- I'll say it again. This business is women owned, it is American made, it checks all the boxes. They have the cutest sunglasses, whether it's a standard pair or a funky pair, whatever you're feeling. Maybe you can get a gift for your mans at home. They have everything. They don't miss. They have more subtle styles
1: if you're just trying to find a daily driver and they have more fashionable things like. Um, the Sundance in yellow they've got the new NFR collection that's awesome so many great things because you're looking for a last minute gift for a family member mm-hmm. or if you're just looking for something to treat yourself definitely stop by American Bonfire Co and check it out use code Call Cowboy at checkout to get a percentage off your order it supports us it supports the pod and we are so just thankful and blessed that Casey from American Bonfire Co uh, loved the podcast saw
0: value in what we do mm-hmm. and was willing to sign on and sponsor us we're so so grateful for her Yep, we couldn't have done it without them and yeah if you guys want to go check them out go to American Bonfire go.com and use code call me cowboy. We're recording, right? Okay, good. We're recording? Yes. Hi guys. Uh, Hi guys. Hello. Welcome back. with I'm so excited.
2: We have a hey special Jordy. guest. Uh, Jordy. Jordy.
1: <laughs> me and Jordy have talked a lot on Instagram, and I was just telling her, like, when I was going, I went to the bathroom, and I was like, there's not a lot of people I meet in real life, and it's like, we pick up right where we left off in DMs. Is yeah. first time meeting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was
2: like, no, we're besties. So yeah. I hope you know that. <laughs> you're, we're you're, besties already.
1: And you're from a family of sisters. Mm-hmm. All sisters? girls.
2: I have uh, two sisters. It's me, I'm the oldest, my little sister, Taylor. And my youngest sister hunter they are both graduates of texas tech and uh taylor works for longhorn magazine out of nice. fort worth yeah she does like all of like their um literally the whole magazine like wow. layout all that stuff she's very proud of it and then hunter is currently an intern for four sixes she will technically graduate oh, wow. in december wow. and then they also oh, it's a her family of badasses yeah. basically yeah, is what you're yeah. saying she's been um Interning with them for like two years now, and then they offered her a position. that what, I think what she's gonna take. What part of the four sixes? Um, she's in Gunthery at the White House, so wow. she loves it. Absolutely loves it. So no
1: wonder we get along. I'm an oldest sister too. We talk about mm-hmm. sisters stuff all the time. Old, yeah. Older sister yeah. energy. I, I follow
2: all your sisters too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know my little sister Grace. When
1: you when you mm-hmm. I like posted something about them and you follow all them. Yeah, and she's 16. She's in high school. She like sends me a screenshot. She's like, you will never believe who just followed you. <laughs> she's so excited. You're like her favorite influencer. She's like, she's the only one that wears stuff. That i would wear yeah, like, yeah no
2: and i love that like and it's like i really i'm kind of meticulous about who i'll follow you know what i mean because yeah, yeah. I, I like to follow real people that yeah. like and yeah, i know, know, I, know yeah. I know i do the fashion thing too but like i i like to keep up with people's lives yeah. and instagram kind of was my very first platform because like there's like my space and stuff when i was little but like instagram was like my first social media platform mm-hmm. and i feel like Same. that's just what i've always reverted back to like mm-hmm. even with TikTok, like I try but I do not like it dude
0: it's so hard (laughs) I hate that like Instagram is like the new Facebook and that you have to be on TikTok right now Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm not having a good time with that no me
2: either oh well and it's I don't know it's just like the TikToks that I post that get the most attention are just so random yeah the ones that you do nothing like yeah okay i'm glad you guys like that i take cmos but it was just like a random tangent i went on you know like i didn't think it would be like so popular but Mm.
1: but i love your your tiktok for that reason and anytime i see your tiktok i I stop to scroll and i'm like yep i'm gonna watch this whole fucking thing (laughs) i love it i'm not kidding i'm like honestly you could talk about your fucking Cups in your in your kitchen, I'd be like, Yep, let's see it. And
2: I would too, because you know me. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I found these at this little vintage shop and I love them. And I live nowhere near it, and I'm like, give me all the details. Yeah. (laughs) How do I get these? Where can I
3: I,
1: how's your week been going?
2: Uh it's literally it's I feel very blessed. This is the first year I've been able to come to the NFR and kind of be like a solo dolo and not work. morning to night like nice and how my nfr went last year with my mom being sick my heart feels so happy to be here this year and to have the opportunity to continue to grow my brand with a bunch of amazing people so like like i said um previously because we've been talking for literally over an hour yeah (laughs) i um i really do have like a very um tight-knit group of friends and like Mm. They have pulled me through this year, so
3: if the fact that I have been blessed enough to have Ellen's Boots allow me to come up and be a representation oh God, of their girl. company has been like, very special for me, and I've really, really loved it, and I didn't plan on even crying at this part, but, like, (laughs) I mean, truthfully, like, I
2: feel very honored, because not a lot of people get to do what I do, and, um, you know, I don't know how many more years I will do this, because, like, when I have kids, when I have kids and a family and all this stuff, like, this isn't gonna be my priority anymore, like, it's fun Mm -hmm. now, and I love the social aspect of it, and I love meeting all the small people that I support all year long, but i'm not gonna do it forever it's yeah. exhausting it's yeah, exhausting it but it i have had the most fun um me and my little sister we went to the hui party and saw l king and i didn't Hell even know yeah she, i didn't even know Her. she existed and my sister's like she's the one that does like the the lyrical version of my neck my back and i'm like what yeah. i'm like <laughs> yeah! Hell yeah. So i knew like one country song she sang and my neck my back at the end and we're like getting down and it was just so cool because See my little sister's face light up. This is her first year in Vegas. Like, it's you don't really just get invited to How events like she? that. So mm-hmm. um, she just turned twenty-one.
1: Oh, that's so awesome. in May.
2: So you don't really just get invited to events like that when you're, you know, small. So it was, it was. I was very happy to be able to bring yeah. her along mm-hmm. with me. So.
1: And I mean, I just want I I told we told her before she came on that we're like four for five or whatever with crying on the podcast. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. I have the tissues. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but uh, you're like uh i feel like you're a shark like i don't know how to how to describe it any other way but you will fight ruthlessly for people that you love and like respect well, even yeah. to
0: have the year that you've had and then mm-hmm. to still be here i like, don't know that is insane yeah dude
2: yeah it's been a lot it really has but what else would i do with myself you know like i couldn't not take the opportunity right. to come up here and do this um Like I said, because I'm I'm not going to do it forever. So Mm -hmm. I don't really know where I'll be this time next year. And I don't know if I will even be down to being here as long as I've been. Because I left Texas on the 28th. And I've driven. I drove up here with one of my good friends, Janelle. We stopped in Wickenburg. I got to see one of my best friends from college. Eat lunch. We left Wickenburg. Came straight up here. And I mean, I've been going ever since. Like, I haven't really had one day off where I haven't done nothing. What day did you get here? Um literally like the tuesday the oh 29th God. So we drove through the oh night like we God. left like at six o'clock on monday and drove literally all night i drove like the first seven hours like 2 a.m that's gonna be
0: exhausting yeah i mean the drive itself is yeah. a long yeah. like
2: nfr is yeah. a lot and then driving that mm-hmm. long, no one talks crazy. about how much work it is that's yeah what we try to bring up every episode yeah like dude there's it's so a so super common work. thing yeah everyone yeah. Uh, well and uh, it is a big party but like i mean just to Will yourself to get out of bed every day. Yeah, It's hard. And put on a pair of shoes when your feet are literally so swollen. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You have blisters. Yeah, is it's it's a different type of strength. And I mean, really, people don't talk about it enough because no. you see the glitz and the glamour, but you don't see all the planning and mm-hmm. everything else that you know, all the money, like. I, you know you gotta fork out money to be here in the first place yep. so like yeah. fork out money before you even get paid for a lot of things mm-hmm. and yep. so it does it takes a lot you know it and takes a lot of a yeah. per, out of a person but
1: it's an intense like and even this the content that's made like the people pumping stuff out like you have to be. we were talking about this morning we've, we've made like five podcasts this is our sixth one mm-hmm.
0: and we've been here for like
1: we've only been recording for three days and usually we post one a week like mm-hmm. this is like a fucking undertaking I've made, and you
0: want to take advantage of it because yeah. this is the perfect time to do it but it's like also not the main reason why we're here. Like, we want to do the podcast and stuff like that, but we also want to post TikToks and we want to, you know, mm-hmm. YouTube and all of that yeah, just, just to, like, vlogging. jump on it while we can. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have said this, like, last year, the one thing I regret is not posting content. Yeah. And, but it is just, like, really hard to keep up with. And especially when there's other people that are posting content constantly, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, my God, okay, I need to get something up. And yeah. I like it. Like, yeah. I like creating,
2: but it's just really, uh, it's, like, a lot of pressure. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Well, and, like, for me, too, I've been so busy, it's like, I mean, it's hard just to remember to take an outfit picture. Like, yeah. Literally, last yeah. night, Janelle got so mad at me because out of all my years, going, y'all aren't going to believe this, out of all my years being here, I had never been in the Thomas Mac before until really. Last night. That was my first time actually going to the rodeo and watching it. And so I told iconic, her- iconic, huh? Uh, one of my best friends, her name is Emily Turner, and she dates Logan Hay. And I told oh. her last night, I said, if Logan- when's around I'm gonna black out like we're gonna have fun <laughs> we're gonna party because like it's really special just to get to be here in the first place and let alone get to like watch your family like that is just yeah. like that's such a cool experience yeah. and so we had so much fun last night and I I mean I like I said just honored to be able to do it in the mm-hmm. first place so
1: yeah and I, that's another thing too people don't realize like I mean you've been working so freaking hard you don't need for the last how many years you haven't even been able to go to the rodeo yeah yeah, seriously I mean it's a and the people don't talk enough about then social engagements and how much work that is or like just the the vibes the weird (laughs) things that happen yeah weird people you know emotions fucking and it's just how, even just like being on all day, like you're in a booth all day. I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm sure you get noticed all the time, like mm-hmm. all the influencers yep. do. And it's like you, you've you got to be on, you've got to mm-hmm. be present, you need to talk, you know, because mm-hmm. you want to yeah. be good, you want to give them a good, I don't know, experience. With yeah, you,
2: you want to be social and you also want to make personal connections with yes. people. And sometimes, it, you know, not everyone is going to be as talkative to you. So you have to really be able to break the ass. You have to really be able to put yourself out there and be like, how are you? Like, where are you from? You know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, you know, I have a friend that lives over there. Such a small world type deal. And it's like, sometimes you have to carry the conversation. That's what Shaley was saying. Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's hard because like, especially you'll get people that'll just like stare and you know that they know you but they don't want to come say anything (laughs) like I know that look (laughs) they're scared and so a lot of times like people come up to me and they're like can I get a picture and before anything else I stick my hand out and I'm like I'm Jordan it's nice to meet you and I make them tell me their name because a lot of the time they don't even think I really think people don't think that I care what their name is, and it's the complete opposite. Like, I want you to know me as Jordan, not Gypsy Jordy, because Gypsy Jordy is just a random at name I came up with when I was freaking 19 years old, like, literally, and that's it. Like, my Instagram was never meant to be an influential thing. thing. It was just me on Instagram, and that's how people are always like, how'd you start, how'd you start, and this and that, and I didn't. I didn't start. I I never started. It was just my Instagram. I just posted, and people liked it, and that's it. Yeah. and you're still
1: like that today. Like, I, yeah. you still just post whatever the fuck you want to post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'll see you post some th- something sometimes. Like that's like, you know, everybody's posting reels or everybody's doing this, and you'll go outside the box and post something that's like, we all know how the algorithm works. Something that might not feed the algorithm super yeah. well, but you fucking post it because I you agree. don't give a shit. It's my page. Yeah, you post what you like to post, mm-hmm. and that's what I love about you. And I, I, you say the hard things and stuff, and like, I know it's probably hard for you because. People don't like don't want to hear the truth. People no, don't like it. No, because the truth
2: doesn't make you money. No, and you won't yeah. save
1: it for it. You won't. <laughs> you won't save. <laughs> I love it. I know you won't. You won't fucking ignore it. You'll just say it. Yeah. And I'm sure there's people that don't like you for that. And I just say that's the thing I like the most about you. And when anybody brings you up, they're like, Wow, but you know she says stuff. I'll be like, Yeah, but I'd rather her fucking say it to me mm-hmm. than her keep lying to me like everybody else would. Mm-hmm. Like she's gonna tell you exactly what like it is. Like there's been times where I've worked with a business or somebody's reached out to me and you'll DM me and be like, Hey, like that's a sketchy person.
2: Yeah. Don't be um, don't in there. And I'm that. like, Thank
1: you. Like, that's I appreciate it. Sister. <laughs> how, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. how the fuck else am I supposed to know? Yeah. And, I mean, you are such a huge supporter of small businesses, which mm-hmm. I fucking love. No matter how big your account has grown, you well, still work with them.
2: And that's, well, that's my whole thing is like, I'm only here because of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm only here because I supported them in the first place. That's what Shaylee yeah, said seriously. too. Yeah. Like, that's my whole plot. I mean, I'm wearing a war bonnet hat right now. And war bonnet was like the very first big shoot I ever got. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't receive any payment for it I got a hat and I was just fine with that and loved it so much like and I my uh, there's so many people I feel like I owe it all to seriously who
4: Okay, I'm sorry. Okay.
1: Oh.
2: Anyways, so um, you've never
1: been on a podcast. You've never done. Any I've recorded. Long
2: form- I've recorded one podcast, and <laughs> it was with my friend Echo. But I don't. It never got posted. I, don't I know feel what, like what happened well, with that. But
1: to go on the internet though and find like long form content of you talking, oh, you no. haven't. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited no. to be the.
0: First um, I'm already learning so much about you yeah. that. I um, know. Chelsea Collette collections
3: is one of the main like that woman. I mean seriously, from the bottom of my heart, like. I would do anything for her cause she has always been so good to me and so supportive. And like my very first shoot I did with Huey was because of her. Like yeah. she really, I mean to this day, like she has got it in for me and she would do anything for me. And like, yeah. I really do. Oh, like she took me to market my first time. She, um, That is so cool. she's the reason that I work for Jackie with the wall street Western. Like she oh. literally changed my life in a lot of ways. And like, I mean, I really couldn't... You couldn't thank a person enough for it type deal. And like... Mm -hmm. And so... And in a time... I mean,
1: you started at the very beginning of Western's influencer stuff. Yeah. And it was a time when people didn't even know where the fuck this was going to go. Or if you could do... Make money doing this. Mm -hmm. And you have these people that are reaching out to you. Mm -hmm. And like, hey, let's let's work together. Let's do something. I'm ready... Willing to fight for you. Because you fight for people. You're a fighter. That's how you are. And like, I know if you tell me something, like, even if maybe you could be wrong or whatever, you're always... (laughs) like legit like yeah. you always tell I, the truth like
2: i'm just genuinely like trying to be genuine, genuine yeah and genuine yes. and like just because like i in the, the industry is not all rainbows and butterflies no. you know and so no, like we talk you about do, that a lot you yeah. do experience things with people and like i'm not saying i'm an angel i'm not saying no. i've never been mean to people i'm not saying none of that but I will say, like, what I have had experienced, I do not want the people that I care about to also have to mm-hmm. experience it. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like, and so, like, a lot I, a lot of my life, I feel like um, I've learned so much by watching other people go through things as well. Yeah. And I kind of want people to take what's happened to me and be able to, like, you know, resonate with that and be like, okay, well, this did happen, and I don't want to be in that situation she was in. So maybe I shouldn't do that or maybe I should take a different route or maybe yeah. I should work with a different person or yeah. whatever yeah. it may be. And so that's why I try to stay so truthful. And like, I don't have a million followers, but it's because I won't work with everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I won't. Like I have standards like you, you don't care about the money. you you're care not, about the Yeah. You're yeah. not going to message me getting me to put your damn American darling bags on my page. <laughs> that's not yeah, happening. No, yeah. not at all. So
1: and you do your homework. You yeah. care about who you're promoting, mm-hmm. which I love. Well,
2: and I, well, I just take pride in it. I like creative people and I wish I was creative. I wish I was a maker. I wish I could do all these things that my friends do. And that's why mm. I love them so much because it's so cool to have that type of talent. And I feel like so many people go so unrecognized for like all of the hard work and effort, just like you guys, like yeah. seriously, like Thank you. y'all are just as important as me. You know what I mean? Like y'all put so much hard work and effort and money and like Everything you pop. I mean, you're you're away from your husband and your yeah. horses. Like yeah, you're away yeah. from your family. Like you're away from your family. Like we're all, you know. Yeah. I'm literally sitting there crying this morning, looking at pictures that my mother-in-law is sending me of my freaking dog. Like, yeah, you know I what I mean? The the same boat right now. Unhinged, literally yeah. unhinged, yeah. crying about it. Yeah.
0: And so it's a lot. It this takes- week just brings a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of pressure about how you look, what content you create, mm-hmm. and then you know, like what you're saying besides the fact that you have to leave your house like you're going to be here until the end of the nfr Mm -hmm. yeah that's a long time to be away from home i don't like being away from home this long yeah but i mean and we talk about this in all the podcasts like it's such a catch 22 because we love to be here this is mm-hmm. what we love to do mm-hmm. I love being around you girls and moments like this where yeah. I get to meet you I it's talk huge to you for, for us years. and we'll I know. always remember this but it's also just it's a lot so it's nice like being around like al- also being on this podcast because we can just like talk out our feelings mm-hmm. and like we're yeah. very real with how intense it feels and like Monday we all had a mental breakdown and like there's been mornings like even this morning like we went out last night and this morning I was like I I just keep saying my brain feels like mush and Mm -hmm. I'm just like I don't want to be like on but it's like I obviously have to you know take this opportunity and like mm-hmm. make the most out of it but it is really hard like it and I don't think a lot of people talk about that and especially when you watch it from Instagram like if you go on Shaylee's Instagram it just looks like a great time you're going out to
2: parties and they don't see all the you know, hard work she does and mm-hmm. I'm
1: like J- I mean yeah I get they you. don't
2: see the um the you forcing yourself to go out at night yeah, yeah. you've been going all day yeah going all day and uh um, and
1: i feel like you guys like a lot of influencers <laughs> think people aren't interested in it or like i don't want to like show them that and i'm like you're working fucking hard people would mm-hmm. love to see that mm-hmm. i love seeing the behind the scenes yeah so show me all of that like that's what i want to see yeah and i feel like with shaley that's what i was telling her last year i'm like vlog your fucking days on mm-hmm. TikTok yeah. like, it's
2: still so hard to just do that yeah. because like then i because i found myself trying to do the tiktok thing I'm not enjoying it like sitting there and trying to take a video every freaking of every single thing I'm every step of my coffee making process yeah I ain't got time for that like literally like I have so many animals I have so much going on just in general let alone trying to handle my business and like the whole influencer thing it's so I am not born a businesswoman. you know what Mm -hmm. I mean that it's not it doesn't just come to me naturally I am no Kate Davis like Mm -hmm. I, I It is a goal to be that, but it's still hard. Like you have to be 25 and manage your money, provide yourself for your own insurance, uh, pay your taxes, doing all this stuff. I don't know what the hell is going on. You know what I mean? Like when I started my business, I didn't even know that you had to pay freaking sales tax every month. Mm -hmm. And so then they like froze my bank account because they were like, you haven't paid. And I was like, well, I thought it was quarterly. I have no (laughs) idea what's going on. I need to hire somebody to help me because... No way, Jose. And especially within the Western industry too, it's also new. So we don't
0: really know like where this is going to go. Like we were asking Shaylee what her goals are, you know, five to 10 years. And she's like, I honestly don't know. I don't know where this can go because there's nobody, like especially with her, there's nobody like above her Mm -hmm. that is an example, you know? And I think that makes it way harder too. Like we have the mainstream to look at, but within the Western industry, I mean, it's just like- Can
1: I accomplish what they're doing in mainstream? Yeah, That's something we ask ourselves all the time. Like with the podcast, even like there's not really many podcasts. There's maybe a couple- And so when me and Hannah talk about, you know, what do we want next year? What are our goals for next year? What do we want it to look like? We're like, well, I mean... I don't even know what we can do. Yeah. I don't even know mm-hmm. what people would let us do. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And also, Taylor's texting me questions because she gets really excited, but she's not mic'd <laughs> up. Um, um, she wanted to ask how you learned how to handle all of this stuff and the business side as well. Like, per, like yeah, how do you take care business- of yourself
2: during yeah. this week? Uh, well, if you want me to be honest, guys, um, I smoke weed. So uh, yeah. that's about the only <laughs> thing that gets me through it a lot of the time. Um, I'm a high anxiety person. Yeah. Um, and sometimes like it just I need something to bring me back to reality because mm-hmm. I get too hyper focused in situations yep. and I'm too passionate sometimes for my own good and it gets me into trouble. So I have to really like I have to resonate with who I am as a person and yeah. know that even though I fully do want to be myself on social media, there is certain points where I do have to like draw a line and like I'm not gonna share this with people. I'm not you know what I mean? Like yeah. because it's it's personal to me, you yeah. know. So and that's a hard thing to do too, because like I love to overshare yeah like me saying that i smoke weed like i could lose sponsorship because of that like and it's it's a hard deal but it's just part of it and that's who i am and i'm not ashamed of it so everyone wants to get drunk every night and act like it's not the same thing and like they aren't i mean i drink too doing our bodies dirty but yeah it's just Mm -hmm. part of it so but that's really i mean my biggest thing is it it has helped me so much but i am very much um anti-pharmaceutical medicine i don't want to be taking xanax or doing anything crazy like that like i I can yeah well and i can manage it right now i mean i don't have to smoke but it does help you know Mm -hmm. like i haven't smoked today but by the end of the night i'm gonna want to because i need something because i have a i'm a lot like my dad and I work so hard that I don't know when to quit. Mm-hmm. Like I will go all day and then I'll come home and clean my room because it's dirty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so if I don't talk, then I won't allow myself to go to the bar. Oh. I won't allow myself to have an actual good time. Mm-hmm. I will just hyper focus on everything else that's going on. When we talk you know about I mean?
0: that a lot too, like especially in this industry and like what we're doing There's we don't have a boss, we don't have a schedule. So realistically you could work all night mm-hmm. if you let yourself quote unquote, but it's like, having those boundaries is super important mm-hmm. and it's like it's really hard like we talk about this like we're small so we want to hustle and we want to take every opportunity that we can i
1: can't afford but, to not go to the thing like i can't yeah, yeah. i have to go but yeah. and it, there's some girls that are so big that they can say no and they can also say the mean thing to somebody when they say something mean to you they can clap back at it but when you're small and you're in a room full of people that you know it really matters you be how on, i look to them yeah. you just have to sit there and you mm-hmm. have to leave and like Yeah. I can't fight, you know, with you. Mm -hmm. Like, it wouldn't work. And it sucks. Like, Mm -hmm. that fucking sucks to do.
0: But, I mean, even Shaylee, like, Shaylee and Marika, they have a hard time with boundaries. And, like, so I feel like, I don't know if there's ever a point where you're like, okay, I'm big enough to where I can, you know, Mm -hmm. take care of myself better. Because even for me like okay I achieve this goal and it's like okay what's the next thing mm-hmm. like I never like take time to just like sit in my goals or like mm-hmm. sit in my achievements and yeah. whatever success that we have yeah. because I'm like okay well we need to figure out what's you know
2: next yeah it's also vapid yeah. that's mm-hmm. really it the industry has gotten so vapid it's yeah. so much about what we're wearing instead yep. of the people and I yeah and that's I mean how I get is. it I like I love to dress up too. I love to be funky. I love to be different. But I just... I think it really kills me that there are so many big people that are in this industry. And it's why aren't we supporting the backbone of it? Like there is no Western industry without the makers. And I
1: was talking with this about somebody this year. Because there's like... There was this big wave of like, oh, you're not Western enough. Or you're not really whatever. And I don't believe in any of that. I don't think... Whatever. Anybody who wants to be in this industry can be in this industry. But there's a difference between being in it and respecting and appreciating mm-hmm. the industry you're joining and genuinely wanting to be a part of it mm-hmm. and not giving a fuck and just wanting to take have followers and no connection uh, just attention mm-hmm. like there is a difference and I- i'm sorry i can't respect you if you don't care about the industry a good example of this is marika mm-hmm. Right? is not from a rodeo family mm-hmm. marika didn't rodeo marika has horses and she rides but like she fucking will go to like they went on that ranch for a boot barn or whatever Mm -hmm. and she's like sitting there taking notes about what they're talking about horses Mm -hmm. she's like i love it i love training and she like talks about go to the rodeo you need to go you need support like she she's passionate she loves the industry she wants to support the industry not just herself yeah and there's a lot of people here that again don't give a fuck they're not actually here for that they don't care about the small makers or like there's a story you know for example, most of the girls that are, came up in Western from the get go, like you, like Shayla, like Marika, they knew that like, it, it was small. And mm-hmm. most of these brands that you guys are working for, they're fucking small and they can't afford to pay you what mainstream brands are paying mainstream influencers. And so girls in Western were like, okay, I'll take it anyways. Cause like, I want to fucking support you. Yeah. I want to support the Western jeans company. Like, I yeah. don't want to fucking go to rank, like not Wrangler, but like, you know, go to, I don't know whatever mainstream gene company and get the money from them i'd rather get the money from kimes or freaking you know one of the smaller companies and Mm -hmm. actually support my industry yeah because i care about this and i want to grow and they have grown it Mm -hmm. but if we're not careful like it's gonna get a bad rap and a bad taste like not be good
2: the the fast fashion is very much i think gonna be the downfall of the Western industry because it has oversaturated things so much to the point where it is hard to support small makers because you don't know that you're ripping them off. Yeah. You don't know that this bag that you bought was a literal direct reflection that was made in India. And it was for 20 20 cents by somebody who's probably living the worst life possible and shipped over here and sold for $30 for you to buy it for 120 and uh not support the person that originally designed it in the first place and those people have families they have children they have animals they have things that they have to meet their quota for and so i know i speak to a lot of people and they're like well it's just it sucks because they can't they can't wholesale and it's like no they can't because they're not a factory they're a real person yeah Mm -hmm. and so and i get it you know Boutiques want to make money and nothing against them. I have a ton of friends that have boutiques and ton of friends that have good morals. And there's tons of wholesalers that don't steal. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, let's be, let's be true. Let's be, it does not matter if you were decked out in sequins, if the jewelry you're wearing is a direct ripoff of native Americans. That's it. Like it doesn't matter. It does. I think people, it just, it, it's giving china yeah it's giving why yeah you know And it, i mean I and i'm some, not saying that you have no. to go out and fork out all this money no like you don't no. you don't at all but also why why support it yeah why support and it? and i think people get For caught up in the look
1: like, yeah but people get caught up in like the oh like we're talking about by the way in case you don't know we're talking about like the fake turquoise people wearing fake turquoise mm. which again i'm like i feel like people are like well i can't afford that and i'm like i'm not talking about you yeah. I'm not talking about a girl who's just coming here, wants to have a fun NFR, and she wants to have a cute ass outfit. Okay. I understand. I still I still would rather spend the money on something that's gonna support a maker. Yeah. And like you talk to a lot of natives like people that make this story. And I and not just natives, but like any silversmith. Mm-hmm. Like white people, whatever. And they like give their life to this. It's their artwork. It's important and it means something to them, and especially for native people. It's like passed down for generations. Yes. These are yes. stones that their grandma had mm-hmm. that they built. And then some brand is gonna Not even brand. Some random factory in China is going to rip it off. And if you have a huge platform, I'm not again. I'm not talking about girl who's here for the weekend. You want to have a good ass NFR? You're wearing fake turquoise. Good for you, girl. I'm talking about the big ass influencers wearing something fake. And I know you can afford everything. Yeah. Or if you can't afford making
2: money, because I'm making money. Or you can't afford it, then so you you cannot sit here and tell me that you can't afford to make a friend with somebody. No.
1: Or just call call them and say, can I can I wear the jewelry? Yeah. That's all you have to say, and I'll send it back after. do you know how common that is? Marika and her mom were just sitting here mm-hmm. in turquoise from Calico. Yeah. Because they are wearing it and they're going to send it back when they get home. Like, yeah. that's what people and do. And Shaylee,
2: isn't she turquoise and teepees this Yep, Tur- yeah. Shaylee's working with
1: turquoise Everybody yeah. has a turquoise sponsor. Exactly. It's like a normal thing. They send you the jewelry, you wear it while you're here, and then you bring it home. Yeah.
0: Like, and yeah. that
1: should be, you should be talking about that. Native people, a lot of them, that's the only way they make money. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, yeah. I bought from a girl in uh Sedona and she she's in there I'm talking to her and she's like yeah I don't live on the res anymore but this is all my family's jewelry and my like family's friend's jewelry and not none of them know how to use social media and they don't want to learn because they're older people Mm -hmm. but they can't make any money unless they go places and so I go home I pack up my car with turquoise from them and I bring it out here and I sell it and this is how they make money this Mm -hmm. is their only job and it's like if you don't fucking buy that that's someone's meal Form like, of
2: income. Yeah.
1: And you're not going to support that. And they invented it. Mm-hmm. Their culture invented it, my guy. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not, I'm like, not in the woke, like, area of like cultural appropriation, but like, that's where you get into it. Cultural appropriation mm-hmm. is you don't respect yeah. the yeah. industry. Yeah. Like, and it's the same thing with cowboys, cowgirls. So people wearing cowboy hats are claiming they ranch when they don't. And People get all offended about it. It's because it's, it, it's like cultural appropriation. It's you don't fucking respect
4: mm-hmm.
1: the, the shit you're wearing. It's rude. Like, mm-hmm. don't fucking do it. And I have a personal connection with this because i'm an artist too and i've yeah. been ripped off too and i've gotten the stupid fucking messages where someone's literally saying my art thing that i fucking drew came out of my head and they put it on a shirt and i messaged them and they go oh i drew this how the fuck it has yeah. my
2: watermark on it dipshit yeah. i had a you girl. drew at life wayward on there i'd really like to see your fucking procreate video i man. had a girl that took um my don't go kissing cowboys like that was like one of my best designs and i like this is why i've kind of like stepped down from that part just because it's like i mean if you don't spend ten thousand dollars and get your shit fucking (laughs) trademarked yeah everything yeah they're just like well it's fine and then all they do is change it 10 percent, and then they can still do whatever they want with it you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so it's like all right whatever fine but i had a girl put my thing on pixar and so then this lady selling it on etsy because she found it on pixar i do know you know
1: Rachel from Multiple Designs. Mm-hmm. She goes through every week on Etsy, and she messages at least ten sellers who are stealing her stuff. And yeah, they'll, and they'll even have her watermark on it. Yeah, and then they message her back, and they're ruthless, they're mean, and it's like almost impossible
0: to get it taken down. No, they won't well, take because it down. Yeah. most of the time no. you can't afford She's to like file re- any lawsuit no, literally, against them either.
2: Literally, they're like report me to Etsy. So then I do. They take it down, and then they just put it back up. Yep. Yeah, they literally just put it back up, and it's like it's exhausting. And I don't want to be mad at the girl that put it on Pixar. But look, like, but like f- why did you do that? And she' yeah. was like, "I'm so sorry." And I'm like, yeah, well, now these people think that they own this because they think you draw it, you drew it, and you submitted it to Pixar, and therefore it's your design. But it's not. Mm-hmm. So, even like, Pinterest, it's the same thing. I had a girl
1: post something on Pinterest of mine that I like didn't say they could post and they mm-hmm. put it up there. And she has a big account and it ended up blowing up. And I see it on people's walls in their house. I see it printed on shirts. I had a friend, my friend that I live with, right? She's not on Instagram at all, has no idea what any of this is. She's got a son. She comes to the pho- house with a phone case. She's like, Look at my cute new phone case. Flip it over. There's my art. I'm back of her fucking phone case. I didn't make a dime. I can't even find the listing. Yeah. I don't even know where the fuck it is. Uh-huh. My art's on fucking phone cases that I. Mm-hmm. Did, I don't even know. She didn't even fucking know. It was mine. I'm like, yep, I did that. Yep. That's fucking unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Like, and people just don't fucking know. I'll even have people message me like, hey, make a graphic for me. And they send me a picture of like a fucking from literally a fucking like um, Urban Outfitters photo shoot. And I'm like, yeah, I can't just put graphics on photos that don't fucking belong to you. Yeah. That's stealing. Mm-hmm. If it, And this is like the thing, like if you were walking down the street and you saw like I don't know, a clothing rack outside of business. You wouldn't go, I don't know who owns this, so I can take it. Yeah. If it's out there, someone fucking owns it. Yeah. And you can figure it out. You Mm -hmm. can reverse image search it and figure it out where it came from. Yeah. it's not that fucking hard. And you live in the 21st century. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I don't feel bad for you. It does not take, it takes two seconds to go like, oh yeah, someone probably owns this. You were in elementary school, weren't you? You cite your fucking sources. Yeah. It takes, literally, they teach you that in fifth grade. Yeah. You're telling me you don't know that when you look at a picture on Pinterest, someone with a camera, took that. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't, I can't have empathy for it.
2: Yeah, I can't. It's no. Fucked up. Me either. I completely agree. And I work with small makers, and it really, it does break my heart a lot because, like, to see the things that they go through, and like, there's not enough money in the world to fight it. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire. No. You can't fight it because once they get a hold of it, they get a hold of it and start mass producing it. That's done. Mm-hmm. Well, and you can it's, win.
1: You can win the fight, but
2: you can't do afford the fight yeah you can't do well even if they do win it it doesn't matter that's what i'm saying because it's already done the damage is done like yeah it doesn't matter because like so for example like with american darlin y'all have i'm publicly i roast the shit out of them i have roasted the wholesaler on my instagram Mm. it blows my mind because there's nothing that you can there's nothing anybody could do about it because their company isn't even based out of the united states it's not a united states based company therefore they don't have to follow
1: american laws. yeah
2: they don't and they don't care like it doesn't it doesn't directly affect them the only people that got heat from it are the people that are standing in the booth trying to sell the bags
1: yeah and that's fucked up
2: and that's it yeah Yeah. and that's what the lady said she was like i'm just a wholesaler i'm like i don't care you're the one with the name on the account and i've had people
1: i've had people with that too like i'm like i'm sorry though you own a boutique it's your fucking job to do your homework i don't care like i like i have a lot of times art gets sold like especially with rachel from old Soul, her art gets sold by wholesalers on clothing and mm-hmm. then she'll message the boutique she's like you can't fucking sell these and they'll be like oh well i bought it from this wholesaler and she's like yeah it's your job as a fucking business to not do that she's like sometimes i order something mm-hmm. right from somewhere and it comes in it looks like shit you know what i do i don't fucking sell it mm-hmm. i take the loss because yeah. a business owner. That's what you do. That's mm-hmm. the right thing to do. I'm not just going to sell it to people and be like, oh, this is so great when it's actually shitty. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a bad product. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Not my fault. Not my Understandably. <laughs> and you have to, and um, and as a boutique owner, you should learn from that experience and go, I can't, I can't, I need to do my homework. I need to make sure I'm supporting people that actually own the artwork. Where did this artwork come from? Who mm-hmm. made it? I want to know what the artist was. Where to? you know? Yeah. All that good question. Those are all mm-hmm. questions you ask. You own the boutique. Or buy
2: directly from the artist. Yeah. On their page. Make
1: your own shit. Taylor. Taylor's like, texting me because she has lots of questions
2: for That's you. my thing is like literally like you can message almost any artist and they'll give you exactly. their price. Yep, And pay them. Yep, Because you're going to pay them what $500 and then you're going to turn around and make 10000 off of it. So what's why wouldn't you?
1: The sad thing is though they won't pay $500. I know the highest prices and it, that's like real hard to get. Five hundred dollars in this industry, I make way more going, out, going outside Western than yeah. yeah sure, she mm-hmm. will, she cares. You care, like you're not yeah, like the other. Well,
2: it matter. It does matter though. Yeah, because mm-hmm. without the people that I support, like I said, I wouldn't be here in the yeah. first place. Like I wouldn't like at all. Like. Sarah with Western Skies, like, I know people get so tired of me talking about the round bag thing, but the time and effort we put into, like, perfecting the perfect round roper can bag, like, it took her, I mean, it took her almost a whole year to do the bag for me that I paid, I paid good money for it. Like, she did not give me, she's never given me anything for free. I've paid for every single bag that I've gotten from her, and I would pay, I'm gonna pay for every single bag I get from her in the future as well, like, It is my goal one day to have, everyone has like their freaking Louis Vuitton closets. I will have a Western Sky's closet where all my purses are on the stands. Love, yeah. But she's an amazing person and people don't see that. And that's what sucks. Because (laughs) they think that she's being brutal. But in reality, she's just trying to protect herself and her family. Because this is what she has and this is what she's built for herself. And that is what she is proud of. So... I give her the utmost respect for it. I don't give a shit. Like, I will roast people for you, Sarah. Like, I will go to bats for you. But it's because she's really my friend and a good, genuine person. Yeah, and yeah. she's That's- deserving of all the fame in the world. She is extremely talented. Like, you can't yeah. even put into words how talented she is. My very first bag I got from her, that was when I turned 21. And I carried it every single day till the zipper broke. Yeah. Sent it to her. She fixed the zipper for free. Freaking repolished it. All kinds of stuff. Sent it back to me. And it's like, she didn't have to do that no she could charge me for that yeah. you know but it's like she takes pride in that and, and i mean
1: the fact that you've bought all your bags that's huge like you literally put them on the. i mean i mean she, she put herself on the map but that's how everyone finds out about hers
2: through you like you're you're doing her a huge like you support her so much like yeah
1: and the fact that you continue
2: to support her through your purchases but like, she's done feel. like i mean she did my graduation cap she doesn't do grad caps but yeah. she did it for me it you really know what cool. i mean and like yeah She's your friend. I'm yeah, support your friends. yeah. Seriously, and so Taylor like,
1: pays me for the graphic design I do for her. Yeah, and people probably think Katie do that for free. Fuck no, mm-hmm. Taylor pays me. Yeah, Taylor, you know... she's wants
5: to. She yeah. I that's something I'm really passionate about. I like to pay my friends. Yeah, for the stuff that they do, and mm-hmm. most of the time they don't want that. Yeah, like it's kind of I an interesting. Or... Com- yeah, <laughs> it's kind of an interesting conversation yeah. when I'm like, hey, like I I need something and I want to pay for it. Yeah, because they're like, well, you're my friend. And I'm like, yeah. If I was working for mm-hmm. you i'd like to be paid too yeah. Like i don't mind doing a little bit of stuff for you just because like i love you and i want to do that for you but like the way that i can support you
2: is about paying for teaching
5: you. me something or for giving me something that i need or helping me to de- design something like whatever it is like i really value paying my friends for the work that they do because mm-hmm. they're all really good at something yeah Exactly. I fight her tooth
1: and nail. I won't let her pay me. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's
5: bullshit, Katie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm like, no, Taylor. I'm just gonna help you. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, she had. She wanted <laughs> to know. She's texting me her questions she <laughs> like she wanted to know about um, your businesses, how you juggle it all, how you make it work, and how um, we can support small businesses as an influencer or just a person.
2: Um, shop with people you like. Yeah. That's like the. I mean people do offer payment plans for things mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. you shouldn't just see the price and run away from it because mm-hmm. if you're willing to spend twenty five hundred dollars on a canvas bag yeah. and i don't give a shit what anyone says you're not going to convince me that louis vuitton does not make their fucking bags in turkey yeah in china like yeah. they're manufactured they are not handmade in france no. that's bullshit yeah. like okay yeah. seriously go look at that guy on tiktok that pulls apart bags and tells you how much actual leather and the quality leather and how much it should actually cost and then come and tell me that you can't afford a western skies bag because Mm. it's just it's just not anyways literally support the people that you like that's all you have to do Mm -hmm. that's literally all you have to do sometimes like if people want to if they want me to promote them and i really like them i'll just trade them for product yeah or i'll just do commissionable sales like whatever i sell for you you pay me for like that's it like i'm not in this to make book of money i have a college degree yeah. i don't need my influencer page to, for, to be successful this is just i graduated college in may of 2020 the beginning of the pandemic i was already kind of an influencer and i did road shows yeah. and i just stuck with it and that's what i've done to this point will i do this full term probably not like look at my biggest inspiration in the world rachel mcginn i love her to death yeah. she is the reason that i started doing fashion stuff on my Instagram. She inspired me. Like she she is really the original OG. If you ever get a chance yeah. to talk to her, you should. Like she, I mean seriously. But you see her now like she posts what she wants. It's her family. Like yeah. this isn't it doesn't have to be all about making money. If you want to make a lifestyle out of it, you want to be a Kate Davis, more power to you. Yeah. Seriously. And if if you are talented enough to do that, seriously go for it. But for me, like it's it's not going to be something I focus on forever. Yeah. Like I said earlier, like the industry, it is very vapid and it gets like very, it gets very tiring, especially like, I mean, so the purse I got last year from Sarah, that spent, I spent me and her six, seven months just talking about designs for it. Just talking about a design, you know what I mean? So everyone, when I posted it, they're like, oh my God, oh my God, I love it. Where do I get it? Where do I get it? Where do I get it? And it almost hurts my heart because I literally spent so much time You know what I mean? Like no one asked how much time you spent thinking of the design. No one asked how much time Sarah took freaking picking out all these specific paints and this color palette that I just had to have on this bag. Like, And she made me an original wallet and I didn't even, I was like, no, I want my actual Kissing Cowboys logo. She just put Don't Go Kissing Cowboys on it. She didn't know I wanted my logo. So she was like, can I just sell the Kissing Cowboys wallet? And I was like, of course you can. Like, you made that. Like, I don't care one bit. Like, and I love the fact that only one person is going to have it. One girl, that's it. Like, and so I was like, yes, hands down, sell it. And so she literally completely made me a different wallet. And we worked with uh, Double M Beadworks on that, McKenzie. Like, and so I have uh, pins from Wild Tejana Designs, pins from Myers. Well, she's not, I think, I think she's Myers Silver. She used to be horse country. But like, all these are small makers and it took so much time and energy to put this bag together. So like, for someone to just be like, where's the link to it? It's like, yeah. there is no link yeah, to it. There, have you seen? There this won't be another one like it. So you? she'll make you something similar. Yeah. You know, if you want the same style, if you want the same idea, but there yeah. won't be another one like it. Like,
1: Have you seen the Selena Gomez documentary that's on, uh,
4: is it Hulu? Mm-hmm.
1: The My Mind and Me documentary. Yeah. Mm-mm. There's like a clip where she's like, goes, she's promoting her new album. The one that kind of blew up when she was like, It was like her breakup album with Justin Bieber, Uh but it came out two years later, right? And they're like, you have to go do like your press tour and like go talk to everybody. And it's like all these clips of her going to all these interviews and they're like, what's your favorite color? What did you have for lunch? Like all this stuff. And she like starts having like a breakdown Mm -hmm. and she's like getting angry and yelling at people. And she's like, I can't fucking do this anymore. And if you're not in the media entertainment industry, you'd be like, that girl's a bitch. Mm -hmm. And then she sits down and she's like, this just feels so cheap. And it feels like when I was on Disney and nobody cares. Nobody wants to know about the music nobody wants to know why i wrote this yeah. or what i'm going through or what spurred this all they want to know is my fucking favorite color like this is so fucking annoying yeah and she feels like a product she's like mm-hmm. they don't care about me they just care about my face and yeah. then people watch it because it says selena gomez yeah. they don't care about that i wrote this and like i feel that all the time i mean I that you when you're an influencer your fucking product is you it's your life and like there's a lot of days where i just you're chopping up pieces of your day yeah. mm-hmm. and selling them on the fucking internet. That's really what I do. Yeah. I don't do it because I'm trying to make money. I do it because I genuinely have never felt like I had like a group that I fit in with. And like yeah. I find that on there. Mm-hmm. I you do the same thing. Yeah. And you're one of the first girls that like broke out of like Western fashion. Like there's a classic Western fashion which I have total support and love for. But it's just never been me. Yeah. And you were one of the first girls that I found and I was like I would wear that. Like yeah. that's different. Like yeah. she's doing something different. And like I love that. And it made me inspired to, to break out and do that. And again, you find the girl, the people that they are feeling the same way. And you're selling you. You yeah. are the product. So mm-hmm. when something doesn't do good, it's I'm not doing good. People don't like me. And it's really fucking personal, you know? Yeah. And it, I guess there's just not enough out there talking about that. Yeah. And it goes back to like what you were saying. Like nobody asked about the bag. Yeah. About like. How, what the story is yeah. the bag they just want to know like where's the link mm-hmm. they don't they care about the product of jordy yeah care about gypsy jordy they don't care about jordy they don't care about western skies the, the person behind
2: they don't care about jordan western skies no and yeah, so that's care. the thing is like and don't get me wrong i love when people come up to me and talk yeah. to me and i love to make connections with people but and no hate if you want to have the bag i can tell yeah no hate <laughs> at yeah. all like i hope you buy one of sarah's yeah. bags yeah, because yeah. like i genuinely want you to support her mm-hmm. but like I want you to have your own experience with Sarah like I do. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you? Get She's an amazing person. Yeah. Like it's a it's literally a whole different experience than what you would experience at a big box store. What you're gonna experience having an Hermes freaking guy that yeah. will call you if you are lucky enough to have this plain leather bag that's thirty thousand dollars. Like you did
1: not customize anything on it and you had nothing to do. Yeah. With
2: it. Yeah. And Sarah literally makes it literally from like a roll of leather she made it's this. crazy a roll of leather literally did all this with her hands and doesn't cl- charge anywhere close to thirty thousand dollars like mm. and that's what blows my mind is because people I mean people in this industry do have the money to spend and yeah they will spend it but it's hard to find the makers that they want to spend the money on because it's so oversaturated with everything else like it's gotten so fast fashion and like Um, Meyer Silver. She was saying last year, she she freaking went on a tangent about it. And the most utmost respect to her for doing so. But she was saying last year, she was like, "I'm just like really disappointed. I literally feel like Shein is like walking around out here. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm I'm sorry, guys, but I'm really tired of the white boots (sighs) from Amazon. Yeah, the cowboy boots. Yeah. yeah. Come on. There's so many brands you could support. Yeah, all types of different freaking price ranges. Like, let's just be serious. Like, Amazon it's killing America it's killing mm-hmm. industries they don't treat their employees well yeah. same with Walmart same with all the big box stores and I'm not saying I don't shop there but I can tell you time and time again I went and got all my snacks from H-E-B before I even left Texas yeah yeah you ain't gonna catch me at a Walmart buying nothing yeah. you know what I mean and like I'm starting to feel that way about Target and like everything else yeah. it's just to the point where like it's just sad it makes me sad and Western- yeah well
0: that's what I think is really cool about what you're doing like I don't think that this this isn't something that we talk about a lot but I also really like that NFR does give small businesses an opportunity Mm -hmm. to yeah to be in front of these people because I feel like especially Instagram being as saturated as it is it can be really hard for people to like find shit Mm -hmm. like this so i
2: think especially if you don't want to make
1: reels right now you're basically dead to everyone yeah Yeah.
2: dead to the world i know which is absolutely freaking ridiculous that they even have started doing it that way i'm like people use instagram for a reason like i like seeing pictures and like i i mean i don't mind videos but i feel like it's taken away like i can't do as much video content on my story because then literally i have to video all day and like i'm a normal person outside of the instagram thing so like my little sisters if i ask them to take a picture of me they're gonna roast me first like yeah. they're gonna roast shit on me yeah. yeah like and so like last night i wore the cutest outfit that i thought i've worn all freaking week but i'm so focused on emily and logan and like i want them to have pictures and i want to get yeah. them videoed and i want th- to catch this special moment for them that like, i'm not worried about what it's not about me i'm not worried about what yeah, i look like I love that. so at the end of the night i'm like in the bathroom and i'm like looking and there's this random girl i'm like hey Will you take a picture of me because I <laughs> one single picture and i'm about to go home because i am done for and then i just have like these crappy bathroom pictures but it's in the moment and it's whatever and it's what i wore and so real i feel like so many like and i love all the staged pictures but they're just that they're staged yeah, like yeah exactly they don't turn the lights on in vegas you can't take good pictures here. Well, we
0: talked yeah. about that coming in
2: anywhere if they did You wouldn't want to be here. uh.
0: I just feel like NFR just brings so much pressure about, like, what we were talking about earlier, like, what your outfit looks like and just, like, how good you look. And we decided coming into NFR this year that it's not going to be about that because there's so many people to meet. There's so many businesses to work with. And, Mm -hmm. like, I really love the way that the finals has evolved to that. But it's just like, I feel like there's just such a big pressure on making sure you have a good outfit, making sure that you get the content out there. And again, you want to jump on it, but it's just, I I don't like what it's turned into because I just feel like it is a fashion show mm-hmm. and it makes people feel inferior if they're just yeah. trying to enjoy the day. Yeah. And like even me, like this whole situation or like just this whole week, I've gotten two outfit outfits picks up and i'm Mm -hmm. like that feels like not enough like i need to be keeping up and i'm like why dude you're here having a good time like yeah it doesn't need to be i don't know i just again i don't i don't like the pressure that it has turned into and Mm -hmm. i think it is because western fashion influencers have made nfr to what it is now and that's Mm -hmm. really cool but i do see it evolving into something more Mm -hmm. but it's just i don't know i will say there's a whole thing like because i talked to taylor about this a lot
1: actually we haven't gotten to talk about this on the podcast yet Okay, hold on. Let me, let me finish this thought and then I'm about to give you this mic. <laughs> but there's like this like splitting off, right? And it's like pretty girl, mean, not pretty. Or like girl that wears fake eyelashes, bad. Yeah. Me, good, right? And then that group of people is like, oh, the, the pretty, you know, fake eyelash girls, not saying that anybody's pretty or ugly. I'm just saying there's like a style. Yeah. Girls that want to be like in style and fashion and girls not. that don't, yeah. right? And then the girls that are in style are like, oh no, they're the bad ones because they mm-hmm. don't like us for dressing up. And it's like, you guys are all stupid as fuck. Like, it yeah. means nothing. I fall in the middle, okay? I like to dress up because I like my personal style to reflect me, yeah. what I like. I do something different. That's cool. I want to do that, right? But I also don't, I'm, I'm going to wear the fake eyelashes, but I also sometimes don't dress up a lot. And I yeah. get on my stories looking like a fucking rat. i like, I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. And then I'll go to an event and they'll be like oh I didn't know you were the type of girl to wear fake eyelashes and it's like what the fuck do you mean yeah. like, what the fuck even is that sentence yeah. and then you go hang out with the pretty girls and they're like oh yeah look at her she's not dressed up and it's like why are we fighting like yeah. why like, and I get the girls that dress up like they want to come here and dress up because you know what they don't get you to do that yeah. like yeah. there's not a lot of places that you can wear checkerboard pants you mm-hmm. know and nobody I looks at I save these
2: pants just for today too there's so- <laughs> And i was I, like it's the perfect place to wear it yeah
1: <laughs> and i mean or you you don't get to do that like in my town i live in arizona and it's freaking cowboys fuck there and i still can't wear a felt hat to walmart without people looking at you oh my gosh like
2: on a regular basis i'm in a sweat set yeah same. like i can't even go outside i have too many dogs i can't even go outside they'll ruin my clothes so it's like nice. every time like it's like I ride in the same pair of cinch jeans that my boyfriend busted the ass out of every single time I ride (laughs) a horse because I'm like, why am I going to ruin?
1: I wear shit kicker Laredos on my horse. Like, who the fuck even wears Laredos? (laughs) Apparently me. It's like, I don't tell anybody.
2: (laughs) They're a little thrift queen over here. Yeah,
1: like, my fucking, I I just, it's not bad that it's a fashion show, but it gets bad when it, when everybody feels like, and again, it's that divide. Like, pretty girl bad, not pretty girl good, or not pretty girl, you know, like, just so stupid. And like, I think though, we're at a breaking point right now. And yeah, I talked about this I a agree. lot that there's, there has never really been a lifestyle in Asian Western. And mm-hmm. it was like that in mainstream. Like remember when all the makeup gurus came up and all the fashion girls, yeah. it was like just makeup and fashion. That's it. Cause that's the easiest thing to sell. Mm-hmm. And then all these lifestyle girls started coming up like Summer McKean, Emma Chamberlain. Right. And those are the ones with the real selling power yeah. because they're sharing their life and you love them. Like Lane see, George. Lane
2: George. She is a perfect example. Literally. Literally. Of I'm ray of fucking sunshine. Yeah. That little girl is. And, and so, she...
1: People just love so her. So humble.
2: Yes. But it's her humility that they love. Yeah. Like, genuinely. Like, yeah. Lane, I mean, she she doesn't have an enemy almost, no. you know? No. And that's... And I give her props for that because I'm polar opposite. I hold grudges so bad. I can't... <laughs> yeah. It's honestly probably not even people's fault at yeah. a certain extent because <laughs> I'm just... I'm just like yeah. that. I really am. Like, you're not going to fuck me over twice. That yeah. That is okay. kind of my you know but like lane i mean and she that's her lifestyle that's a li- stay
1: in your lane by the way in case you guys don't recognize lane george stay yeah. In your lane. yeah
2: yeah that's her lifestyle that's what she grew up doing and she's like you know and people will say a lot of stuff about it but i do give her the most uproast respect because of the fact that she is like why do y'all care mm-hmm. yeah leave people be yeah and, and she succeeds that way because that's my it. biggest mm-hmm. thing is leave people yeah. be like yeah. you know and i don't like i will i will go on a tangent and i will you know roast some people if they think they're going to knock off Sarah's bags or, you know, things like that. But for, for the most point part, I just leave people be. I don't agree with it all the time, but I'm not going to go comment some hateful ass shit yeah. on their page saying like, hey, this is tacky. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it does not matter. I'm yeah. not associated with them. I'm not their friends. It yeah. ain't got nothing to do with me. So, yeah. and if that is what makes them feel good, then good for them, honestly, because yeah. it's like,
1: but I think we're going to see an emergence of a lifestyle group in yeah, the next couple absolutely. of years I already see it happening like you said with Lane there's certain mm-hmm. people that I see that I'm like this isn't really about fashion anymore it's a life it's a mm-hmm. lifestyle and people and the,
0: want that from the fashion influencers too like yeah we're like kind of over just yeah She's yeah a we, gateway drug into that like yeah. I was telling her you should freaking vlog like, like you, she gets people, gives to people yeah. through her outfits but yeah. then people want to see more of her you know? yeah. yeah yeah her lifestyle
2: okay, and what and what did you, say? you need First your own mic
5: all, I'm a little nervous because I'm like trying to figure out what I want to say Um, So bear with me because I'm a verbal processor. That's fun. But I'm in school right now to become a counselor. I want to be a mental health counselor. And one of the classes I took this last quarter was multicultural counseling. So it's all about seeing the world through a different lens and seeing the world through the perspective of people who might be marginalized or ostracized or made fun of or like anything. Mm -hmm. Right. Just like be able to see somebody else's experience and like live it through their, their eyes as a counselor. And... The thing that's coming out for me this whole conversation is just they talk about like if you know about the struggles of another person, like be an advocate. Yeah. Be an ally. Yeah. Like if you if you don't do that and you, you don't experience things some some type of way, like we we all experience things differently, we hand th- handle things differently. That's okay, but you need to be able to like step up and be like, hey, like that's not that's not cool. Yeah. That's not right. Mm-hmm. And when I hear. You talk. That's what I hear. Yeah. I yeah. hear I'm an advocate. I really care about this. I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about my people. Yeah. I want to fight for them. And that's like really cool. And there's not enough people doing that. Like looking for, you're like, I'm not a maker. Like in a way you are, because you're a creative. You put yeah, things together and you do no. your stuff. But like the way you're talking about it, you're like, I'm not the one creating these things that are so beautiful and so time consuming and such a reflection of like, who you are and I just think you should support that. Like, you know what I mean? Like why are we buying things that are not made in the United States by people like that, that are just trying to make their life work, Mm -hmm. their life work. Like that's what we're all doing. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's like a very human experience. Like we're all just trying trying to to live our dream right now. That's it. That's all. That's all. And so that like, I hope I said that well, but it, that's what I've been thinking. Like as you're talking is just, You're an advocate and we need more advocates out there. And there is also a right way to be an advocate. Yeah,
2: I'm probably a little brutal. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I'm not going to agree with all the situations I've been through and how I've handled all of it publicly. But I mean, I'm passionate about it. And Sarah, especially, she is not really the type of person to stand up for herself. She's very quiet spoken. And I'm going to stand up for her. I don't give a shit. I don't care if she doesn't even agree with what I'm posting. I'm going to stand up for her because she deserves it, and she is deserving of it. And if people feel like I bully them, be better. I wouldn't say anything about it if you would be better. Do yeah, better. that makes sense. So.
5: Well, props to you, dude. And
1: I, I say that, too, like, because I'm, you know, like you, like you go after people, and if they don't know the story, they might feel some type of way about you. And I'm like, she – you put your morals above the money or the yeah. clout or any of that, mm-hmm. and I love that. Yeah, I admire that so much because I like, like we were saying earlier, like a brand asks you to do a photo shoot with someone or or, or a person or a thing you don't agree, mm-hmm. and you're the type of person that's gonna say no. I'm not gonna stand next to that person or or wear that shirt and say, "Oh, look at me, haha! I made money." You're not gonna do that because no. that's not you. Like you, you're gonna. I'm the same way. Like, I'm not going to go small talk with somebody who I don't like. If mm-hmm. I don't like you, you'll know. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. I just won't. And I feel like I owe that to my audience. Yeah. To be fucking real. Mm-hmm. Be fucking for real. Do not fucking come in here yeah. and have a conversation with this girl who doesn't like you. Don't post a picture with her. Yeah. I know you don't like her. Why are you doing that? Or you uh-huh. know that she's, or whatever. Not even just people, but just like brands. Like you're saying, American Darling is going to pay you so much money to do this. And you know they're stealing what you do it anyways. Like, yeah. I just, I
2: put my morals above that. Any day. Like yeah. I'd rather have that. And that's the way that you are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that across the board. So, like, you know, a lot of people like a lot of boutiques. I mean, they buy a lot from Al Zuni. Why do you do that? Yeah. He has been in a lot of different lawsuits over the fact that he literally takes Native American and I don't even know if Al Zuni is a real person or if this is just like a cover umbrella company,
4: mm-hmm.
2: whatever it is, but like all of that shit is mass made. Yeah. it's not little makers doing it you know like not hand rolled navajo beads they are not yeah. it's mass made and then you see the oversaturated jewelry industry and it's really disheartening because like the creativity gets lost in a lot of it and like a lot of people yeah. like they don't even know what block turquoise is like yeah. block turquoise is not real turquoise like no, they tell not. you it's real turquoise but if you can hold your ladder to it and it melts it's not real so no, like turquoise
1: don't come in a block
2: yeah Seriously. So, like and so it's just like I get a lot of heat sometimes because I sell pawn jewelry and I market it as pawn jewelry, but I do that because it's genuine and it's it is real. genuinely yeah. pawn jewelry. Like that's where I found it yeah. at a pawn shop. Yeah. And people are like, well, you know, it sucks because they had to pawn this off to be able to afford it. And yeah, it does suck that somebody had to pawn this off. So why don't you support the small makers originally in the first place? Yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't have to buy it at a pawn shop. Yeah. You know, so it's like one of my most favorite pieces is a like a cluster belt. It's like a link. And I bought it for this little lady who had it in her jewelry box for 30 years. It was broken when I bought it from her. And when I got it in the mail, I'd sent it to my jeweler. She fixed it. Um, When I got it in the mail on the back side of it, it has a J equals a heart just carved into it, like Mm -hmm. into the silver. What are the chances of that? Yeah. A J equals a heart, yeah. a J on the back. I didn't know that it's was there crazy. when I bought it. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's just like. And there's a story with that. It's so crazy. And like yeah. that's what she said. She was like, I just haven't worn it because it's been broken. And like me, I knew a jeweler. So I was like, I'll buy it from you broken. And then, yeah. and y'all have probably seen me wear it 800 times on my yeah. Instagram, <laughs> you know? So, and like, I love it to death. I'll never sell it. And like, I have so many pieces like that where I have built, and people are like, how do you sell things all the time? And it's like, because it gets so excessive, like I don't need all this. Yeah. I wear the same earrings every day almost. You know? Yeah. Like I don't need Yeah, exactly More like the same ones I wear every fucking day. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't need all this stuff is excessive and I want other people to be able to enjoy it too. Like yeah. because you don't really find good quality pieces for a reasonable prices. And I know sometimes I'm a little high on stuff, but like I sold a belt this year for five thousand dollars that I could have made twelve off of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like but I, that was my pay, that was my price, and I didn't yeah. think she'd buy it, and she did. So yeah. that's just how it works out, you know. I mean, so it's worth what
1: it's fucking worth, but
2: yeah, and but it's worth way more than that. Yeah. And so she technically still got a deal on it, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, and I take pride in that because I really do. I do take time and energy, and I pick and choose what I'm going to sell to people because I want it to be good quality and I want it to yeah, last a lifetime. And that I want you. To That's really what I
0: like about your home stuff too. It's all super unique. And yeah, and I, it takes so
2: much. It's stuff that I bought because I liked it. Yeah. Like all the stuff that I'm selling is because I'm going from a whole house to one bedroom. Yeah. Why do I need all this stuff? I don't. It's excessive. I, it just sits in a storage room. For what? Like mm-hmm. now I'm going to let someone else enjoy it and eventually I'll find something else I like. And it's...
5: That's the beauty of influencing right there. Yeah. I'm picking things that I like, that I use, I love. And people trust you because, and like, I, I like your and style, I know that like it's mm-hmm. quality, and I like it. Like, it's it's my style. It's the things that I like, and mm-hmm. if you want to buy it too. Here you go. Yeah, like, I sell a lot of stuff online too.
2: Yeah, and so like when you know, I've had a few collaborations with people that have done fumbles, and I admit to it. I'm like, you know, maybe I shouldn't have collaborated with them. I'm sorry. Like, and you learned, and you yeah, like lo- a long, long time ago, I collaborated with a uh, moccasin maker, and uh he just ripped off a bunch of people, you know, and it was really sad and I felt really guilty and after that, I'm like, okay, I really have to be careful about like who I promote to people because like, I mean, this girl sent him these hand hand beaded, I don't even know if she ever got them back which drives me crazy to this day, this hand beaded moccasins that she needed the soul repaired in and he just took them and like oh wouldn't answer, wouldn't respond, so, so. nothing. And then like she's telling me, and I feel so guilty because those are like a family heirloom for her. Like she just yeah. wanted them fixed, and I recommended a poor person to do it, and it ate me alive forever. And to this day, I don't know if she ever got it back. You know. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it's just one of them things. So,
5: you know what Gypsy Jordy likes? What? Jordan likes quality. Quality over yes. quantity, Quotes. baby. <laughs> this week, mm. quality.
2: Seriously, though. But the, yeah. it, it makes such a difference. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what I spent on my bags from Sarah because they're going to last forever. Yeah. yeah. Literally forever. That's what I tell everybody sure. about turquoise. I'm mm. like,
1: I have I'm have this ring. Yeah, sure, it was $200, but I'm going to wear it every
2: fucking day for the rest
1: of every my life. Every day. It's never... Yeah. If it breaks, I can go get it repaired. Yeah. It, like, And I'd then, like, have that. my
2: kids can wear it. And, yeah. like, and so, like, it's just... <sighs> I'm going to go on a tangent, so you had a really hard year this year and i just
1: feel like you've done so well like even through it all i'm gonna cry again oh i just want to know what you learned about yourself this year how how you've been able to to keep going what have you learned about jordan
3: i learned that life is very real and very raw and You really just never know what to expect or what the Lord's gonna throw at you or why he's throwing it at you. And you just have to really just, you take it day by day. And that's when in those moments, like Sarah, she held me crying in my hotel room last year when my mom was in the ER because I couldn't come home. I had too many things to do. And my mom was like, you better not come back before your job is done. And Sarah's literally literally like sitting there with me all night long, just frantic. She took me to the airport so I could leave. Like, you know?
2: And this is a relationship I made with a woman through a handbag, you know, Mm -hmm. and like you never know, like I always say like
3: God gives you your God given people for a reason and you never know when they're going to come into your life or how they're going to affect you until something really bad happens. And then you learn to really appreciate
2: it because like, and that's the thing with this year. Part of me did not want to come so bad, but I know my mama is sitting in heaven wondering like, why wouldn't
3: you, why wouldn't you go? Like, look at this opportunity that the Lord has presented you with and you don't want to go. Like, how fucking spoiled do you sound right now? You know, like, and so
2: it's really, it's made me appreciate people more. It's made me want to be a better person. It's made me, I mean, me and my sisters have like a bond now that is
3: just like completely real. Yeah. like unwavering and so a lot of me like knows that i need that and i know that she's freaking partying up in heaven right now but like i'm proud of you she's proud of you it's i mean it's hard it is super duper hard and it's like you don't understand what the type of loss is until it's like mm-hmm. your person you know and it's like in the moment and just like going
2: through it like i'm i had never experienced anything like it and it was like i was there you know like when I was innovated her when I was I was there and I watched all of it and it was probably the most traumatic thing I've ever been through in my whole entire life. And at the end of the day, I know that I was there because I was the only one strong enough to be there for yeah. her. In yeah, the yeah. sister.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was strong enough and she needed me and <laughs> I know that's why I was there and I did not leave her side. Yeah. and I it, it will eat me alive probably
2: for the rest of my life. But she um she is the reason i am who i am she has allowed me to live my lifestyle she came from nothing her and my father both and they worked so hard to build what we have the little that we do have and they were very proud of it and i i couldn't be more thankful to have her because i mean she's the reason i went to college she is the only reason i have a college degree because that's all she asked of me that's all she wanted and how could i say no how could i say no to the woman that has given me everything my whole entire life so and you just seem so grounded. Like, I
0: had a really hard year, too. A lot of loss. And I think it may, it puts, like, all this influencing stuff into perspective. Like, the things that we stress out about and the things that we, like, I get really bad anxiety. Like, the things that I get anxiety about, I'm like, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. Because you really do realize, like, how fast you can obviously lose somebody or how fast, like, life just, like hits you and it again it puts it into perspective like the little things that you stress out about and freak out about really doesn't matter and the connections that you make with people are so important and so vital and I just I really sense that from you like you obviously have a very real like perspective on what life is because of this situation like
2: my best friend Michaela she has been my best friend since sophomore year of high school we didn't we kind of had a little tiff in high school because i worked for her mom we used to compete a little bit but since so it don't really matter we've been besties for literally ever she is my sister like she has been with through me with through everything with me really and like she doesn't do influencing she doesn't do anything on instagram like she is a mama she you know what i mean and she matters more to me than anyone else mm-hmm. possibly could like she has no platform and i would choose her over anyone else every single day over and over yeah. and over again you know what i mean like because she's my person and that is a like that is such an important relationship to mm-hmm. me like when my mom died she was right there the
3: whole time like she knew where she needed to be and like what her responsibility was in that moment and she stepped up sevenfold and provided there and like I didn't have to ask nothing of her, you know, like, yeah. it she did it because it was in her heart to do so, and
2: that's something, like, you know, like, those relationships weren't made on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They weren't, and, like, I think that's what a lot of people don't see is, like, Instagram's just a highlight reel. It's Girl. just nice stuff and like when I got on there and I talked about my mom and like it was a weak moment I've never cried online before you know and like I said to y'all I'm a crier like I I really don't hide it really truthfully but I had never been that like real and raw and like the people that supported me in that moment I mean I couldn't be more thankful because it was like I mean I literally didn't want to do Instagram ever again after that you know like I just had awful time with the NFR Had an awful time trying to get home. Spent almost all my money I made. Almost didn't get paid for being there. Like, it was just a freaking clusterfuck, to say the least. Just to get home and have to lose my mom right after that. Like, Yeah i mean it really will take it out of you and i mean that's how i started my year we lost my mama betty white loretta lynn and the queen in one year so i think we're going downhill real yeah. fast. <laughs> like, all the good ladies yeah. are gone yeah. Yeah. seriously so i just like i'm like mama you picked a hell of a time to go to heaven so i hope you're partying <laughs> yeah because wow she just wanted to it. meet them all i guess <laughs> yeah seriously but i mean and so like this necklace these both these necklaces yeah, i'm wearing you
1: today I If you guys have seen them on our Instagram, you probably have. They have really cool coins on them. I don't know where they're from, but
2: Um, super cool coins. So my mom collected coins my whole life. And so this is going to be kind of a long story, long-winded story. But um, long ago, when I first started buying jewelry, I had bought a coin bracelet. And it always reminded me of my mom. And uh, then I had bought another cluster bracelet. Well, I was home one day and I was like showing my mom all the jewelry. She always loved to see all of it. Showing it to her and she was like, can I try one of them on? I'd love to have one one day. Like it's my dream to have one. And I take the coin one off and I give it to her and it fits her wrist perfectly. And I'm like, it's yours. You can have it. She starts crying. I start crying. We have a little (laughs) moment. Okay. Well, long story short, um, she bought this coin piece last year before I went to Vegas from a girl that I was working with loved it loved it loved it like it was her little thing she loved the coins and she had collected coins her whole entire life so when she passed away um she had a whole bag full of silver dollars and then I had some silver dollars that were framed that were given to her um by her grandmother's twin sister when I was born and those hung in the frame in my nursery
3: as a baby and they were in that frame until after she passed away and
2: I took them out so the coin in the middle okay so the necklace i messaged um my friend casey after my mom died and i was like i trust you i want you to do this for me um would you be willing to do this and she was like of course girl don't you worry about it like just let me know send me the coins whenever like i get it whatever i'm like awesome thank you so much so uh long story short the middle one is the one that hung in my nursery all of the ones around it are consecutive they're in the same year they were made the same year because mom was like a a meticulous collector of coins like she has a a extravagant collection of silver dollars so i send it to casey and i'm like i really would love to get her initials put on the back of it she does the whole thing sends it back to me does not even ask me for one cent
3: for this necklace like does not even ask me for one dollar and I'm like, no, I can't, like, I can't accept that. And she's like, no, like, I will not allow you to pay me for this. And I'm like, I will, you know what? I'll take it, like, because I've already been through a lot. And, like, that's just the kind of thing that anyone's really ever done for me. God, that's gorgeous. Jeez, and uh, so she sent it to me, and I opened it, and I just sat there crying. Because, like, I should have gotten this made for my mama. You know, like, this should have been her necklace. Like, she should have had her own. She collected these coins. Like, they're hers, you know? So me and Casey have talked
2: about it after the fact, and she is going – she's making me a concha belt, um, earrings, a bracelet, Mm -hmm. a ring, like the whole entire set because it's going to be a family heirloom, and I will pass these
3: down. Like I want my mom's name on all of them. Like I want – you know what I mean? Like I want it to be something that is like so cherished in my family, you know, that my grandbabies are begging to wear it one day, you know? So like that is like why I love working with small people so much is because it's like – this is an irreplaceable piece for me. Like I could,
2: I'll, it's irreplaceable. Like yep. you could, you could not replace this. And so like Casey has gone out of her way and she just found somebody to cut the stones and all of that. And she's like, girl, just let me know when you're ready. Like, and I'm, I'm gonna pay thousands of dollars to have all this made and I'm yeah. okay with it because it's worth it to me mm-hmm. to do that. And so like coming, coming to Vegas, you know and being able to wear it and just know that my mom was up there like, I feel like she's proud of me, you know, and like- yeah, she, her, she is
3: it's very very near and dear to my heart and that is why i go to bat for
2: people so often because like well casey casey didn't have to do that for me yeah Mm -hmm. she didn't have to but she did it out of the kindness of her heart and that is a quality that you don't find in a lot of people and so i'm very thankful like i said i'm very blessed and at the end of the day um I'm going to do me and I'm not going to allow society and mainstream fashion and everything else dictate how I live my life or how I spend my money or what I do. And mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not, I wasn't born to be like everybody else. Yeah. And there's that, like, I didn't rodeo growing up. I didn't do none of that. I yeah. showed animals. Like yeah. I got bullied for being a freaking ag kid. Like yeah. I judge land, dairy cattle. Like I can tell you everything you need to know about a fucking udder. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like the rodeo world, it wasn't really my thing. It's my boyfriend's thing. And I kind of just fell into it doing road shows and like trying to just be involved. And like yeah. when I was younger, I'd get all these opportunities because no one else wanted to do it. You know, yeah. it takes a lot to work a road show. It takes a lot to set up a booth, tear down a booth and do all this stuff. Like, yeah. so I do Vegas and I do San Antonio rodeo and that's about it. And like San Antonio rodeo, I only do it because Jackie, I only do it because mm-hmm. my boss, like she needs me she's done this 20 plus years she's old she's getting to the end of her time to be able to do it and i'm gonna be there i'm gonna roll up and i'm going to work for her for the same rate i've been working for her since the moment i started you know so that's what's important to me and those like i worked for jackie in february right after my mom died and she literally sat there every single day in the booth with me are you okay like, we can talk about it if you need to. Like, that type of thing. Like, it yeah. was way more important to her to make sure that I was okay and make sure that I – like, she's like, I know I'm not your mom, but, like, if you need me,
3: you mm. know? And, like, we have an unbreakable bond, me and Jackie, you know? Yeah. So it's like I have made all of these relationships with people, and that is what makes me so passionate. And mm-hmm. so – and when you lose somebody like your mom, like, you just have to have your God-given people. Like, you can't lose them. So you got to put, yeah. you put energy, you got to put time, and you got to, like –
2: you know I don't know feel it all you tangent it tangent well. tangent, no. tangent but yeah I
5: have one more thing to say jordy um I'm and again balling. pretty I'm sorry. nervous because <laughs> this topic is heavy for people and so again so I told you about one of my classes mm-hmm. right so my other class was grief and trauma mm-hmm. right so it's like multiple topics in one class and I have not experienced a lot of personal grief but I know it's on the horizon My wedding was like very provoking for me Mm -hmm. and I'm an anticipatory griever. So I just, I'm I'm anxious about it. It's going to happen. I know I'm going to lose people. Yeah. And I have been learning a lot about grief, but not experience it, you know, as viscerally as you do or have this year and to hear you talk about it and to be as comfortable crying as you are is really powerful for me and I have been advocating for us all this week to to like (laughs) let it out out. yeah Yeah. let it out and I I think I told Hannah Beth today I said I don't know much about grief because I've not really experienced it this real like I just I just know it's not going to be good you know but I the thing that I learned about grief that was the most important the thing that I took away there's two things one everybody grieves differently Mm mm-hmm and that you can't like compare your your grief to somebody else's and the way you handle it where you don't handle it anything. It's yeah. So that's one thing. And the second thing is that when you have to acknowledge it, you have to feel it, mm-hmm. you have to let it be what it is. It's not gonna go away.
2: Yeah. It's not I mean, gonna
5: go away, like there's not gonna be a day. You don't miss your mom, you know. Okay, yeah. it it doesn't go away, and so if you push it down mm-hmm. and you don't cry, remember I said I used to never yeah. cry, like never. I was not an emotional person. I did not grow up wanting to talk about things, even though my mom's a therapist. And so now in my later years, I'm like, you're this. It's true. Like you can't push it down because like, if you do, it will come out in a way that you don't want it to. Oh yeah. Whether that's yeah. Like, aggression or you know, weird shit
1: that you don't even know yeah. why you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. grief does. Seriously, and that was something
5: yeah. my professor said. Is he said grief does weird things to people. Oh and yeah. And so if you don't handle it, yeah, you want to handle it and let it be what it is. It's gonna come out.
4: Yeah, one and way so or the other.
5: And I just want to give you like a big hug and a big pat on the back because you coming on this podcast and having an it honest like you do and being as open and real and raw as you are. I wanna do that.
2: You should. Too.
5: And it's nice to know there's other people out there that are like, Yeah, I'm gonna cry on my stories. I'm yeah. gonna like mm-hmm. let it out. I'm gonna show people like real, real life and real emotions and real mm-hmm. passion and real hurt and real love and real joy and like all of the mm-hmm. best emotions alongside all of the worst ones. Yeah. Because we don't talk about it enough in nope. our society and I didn't grow up thinking that I could cry and I think that's also just you could probably speak. That mindset in the Western industry, huge. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was kind of. Yeah. I hope I said that well. I, before no, you did. That I literally said. You a were very well Like Lord, just please spoken. give me the words. So.
2: Yeah, and that's another thing is like um, at the end of the day, and I really truly believe this, and this is how I was raised, and this is how my family everyone has their opinion and they're entitled to it yeah even if i don't agree with it even if i don't like what they have to say they have their opinion and they're entitled to it but i'm also entitled to not give a fuck. yeah so i have the same entitlement i don't care we're all you know and it's like at the end of the day i really dread the day anyone else experiences what i experienced this year because
3: even if you're my worst enemy it's awful to go through it like to lose somebody unexpectedly that like means that much to you like I went to Abby's wedding right after that and like it was so precious but to watch her mom just you know be there and know like I will never ever have that like I got drunk that night and literally like laid in the room of our Airbnb and just like cried for hours and my boyfriend's like what do I do and I'm like just leave me alone like I just need to Cause there's no other way to like, I just have to cry right now because if not, it's going to bother me all weekend. Like, and I just won't, I Mm -hmm. won't have fun. Like I won't allow myself
5: to.
2: And it's just like
5: another, I I guess it's a question, but kind of also a statement. Like one of the things that I advocate for in every relationship I have with anybody who's close to me and wants to be close to me is like, you have to be able to tell me what's helpful and not helpful. Yeah. And you may not know it when I ask you that question. Like you're going to have to go and sit and think like, what is helpful to me when I'm stressed out? What is helpful to me when I'm grieving? What is not helpful to me when I'm grieving? What is not helpful when I'm mad? Like you have to be willing to tell me what's wrong and to communicate with me and tell me what I did that caused you to be upset Mm -hmm. or else we won't have a relationship Yeah. because relationships are all about trust and they're all about honesty and they're Mm -hmm. all about communication. If you don't have communication, you don't have anything else. Yeah. And so I just, I value that we yeah. had that
1: talk this week and it was like like cause we deal with things differently stress grief that yeah. stuff Katie and, and I like, are very I'm, different people yeah, I've never had a lot
5: of the same values it's, I've never
1: had a friend that I could say that to like mm-hmm. hey when you do that it makes it worse for me and they wouldn't just like not be your friend anymore yeah. Yeah. like it's really hard to find people that like mm-hmm. care about you enough to like have those conversations and like it's not even hard with Taylor like I just be like Taylor when, when something bad happens I need to be like
5: lol eh. <laughs> Why, yeah. why? Like, that's the way that I deal with but that. I'm not that way. Yeah. Because I, I'm i like you now. Mm-hmm. Like, and again, here's a little bit of my uh, professor you from Oregon State Cascades. <laughs> he said there's two different types of grievers. There's instrumental grievers, which like need to get up and do something. They need me. To me, like, make a Yeah. Purpose, me. yeah. Things, and they need to like reckon with it a little bit more privately. They need to really think about it for themselves Work but they're not it. really as open they're not really going to want to talk about it as much and then there's people who need to talk about it and yeah need to cry and who need to like let it out as it as they feel it and to cry on a podcast mm-hmm. and just be living the full extent of their experience and their emotions yeah and now, I, I don't technically believe there's only two categories, though, that they, you know, mm-hmm. people fit into one or the other or anything like that. But, like, it really made a lot of sense to me. And my husband and Katie are both instrumental grievers. And I am an Same. intuitive <laughs> griever. Yeah. I want to yeah. talk about it. And yeah. they don't. And, like, I've learned that people are different than me. And, like, as long as... We can go through life especially in the Western industry, especially in pointing, meeting all these new people and like having maybe not such great interactions with them, but then having really great interactions with them like mm-hmm. as long as you can understand their experience and try to empathize with them in whatever way possible yeah yeah that's all that's what I care about
2: well and like a lot of people they don't need you to say anything yeah. they just need you to yeah. be willing yeah. to give them a hug at the end yeah. uh, you know like,
5: and that was yeah. my question that I was leading to a question is. What do you like? What do you think is helpful versus not helpful when someone's grieving? Because you've been through that, and people have tried to help you, and I'm sure there's been people that have said the wrong thing.
2: If you want to not feel like you need to off yourself, quit drinking.
5: Seriously. Yeah.
2: Because, like, that's normally when I lose it the most is when I'm drunk because, yeah. like, there is no rationality left. Yeah. Like,
3: all my brain thinks it's my mom is gone, and that's yeah. it. Like, that's all that fucking matters because yeah. she's not here anymore. You know? So it's like... it's so hard to even put it into perspective because like that shit checks you so
2: fast. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't know if y'all can tell the difference in my Instagram in a year, but I don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know it's not important to me. Like I make money and it's nice, but it's not my focus. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to do it forever because it's vapid. I feel Mm. unfulfilled, you know? And there's, it just, and that's what Instagram is about is, fulfilling and connecting and
1: all
5: that so when you're not feeling it
1: yeah i need to change what i'm doing Mm -hmm. i need to do something else i need to be real i need to connect with people that's why i'm here right yeah also
5: the first influencer that i've ever related to that on that level this is not my long term gig yeah i want to be a therapist yeah i want to be a counselor i want to help people talk (sighs) about things that are really important to talk about and help them with their lives and i want to do it with horses that's yeah that's what i love and so, here I am, like, doing this thing at NFR that's really hard for me, and, like, I'm with my best friends, and it's freaking great in some yeah. but some days it's awful. And I'm like, this is not what I want to do forever. Yeah. This is not what I want to do forever, but I want to do it right now because I think it's important work. And I also think, I want younger girls out there that are, like, watching us or listening to us to know that, like, there's better. Yeah. There's better out there. We don't have to fit into a mold. Yeah. And we can cry. And we can feel our feelings and we can yeah. talk about it. And yeah, and I, that's what I want. That's why I'm on social media right now. I want to share the beautiful pictures I take. And yeah. I want to love my horses. And I want to meet friends. And I want to network. And I want to make money doing it while I'm yeah. in school. Because, you know, life mm-hmm. isn't free. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Building yeah. a business isn't free. And my, my private practice is going to be expensive someday. Exactly. So, and
2: so I understand completely. I, I mean, I went to college with the intentions of selling pharmaceuticals. Wow. like being a pharmaceutical rep yeah. that was like I mean I was fun to make money like <laughs> that was my goal and then along the way there's a lot of things I don't I grew up in a community that didn't really talk about regenerative farming, regenerative farming and mm. things like that and as I've gotten older it makes me realize how naive I am and how much more I have to learn because I yeah, you know as an ad kid like I, I know everything like, you ain't going to tell me nothing? Like, I've yeah. been there, done that, been on this team, been on that team, been here, gone there, showed here, freaking raised this, done that. What the hell ever. But, like, in at the end, like – our way isn't always the right way and you have to be open-minded to the way life will, you know, come in waves. It really does. It just comes in waves. And so that's why I've done this influencing thing for so long, because I'm just waiting for that wave of the perfect opportunity Mm -hmm. that'll, that's going to pick me up and take me out of it. You know what I mean? Whether that be a baby and family or a job opportunity or, you know, I mean, anything really like it's, it's just so hard when you feel like you're not, providing much of a service anymore because you're not yeah. as passionate about it. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes I get a bad rep for just being like real negative or kind of mean or you know these things but it's just like I've gotten to the point where i'm so frustrated with it all i'm so frustrated with Tated. the freaking plastic turquoise and the damn freaking amazon white boots that i can't hold it in anymore well, and it makes me there sound ugly
1: that was custom made like for your mom like i know it's a deep meaningful thing it's not a plastic
2: yeah and that is like it just makes i mean it's i don't know it makes you not want to be a part of it because it's so hard to get people to see the value in things. It's also yeah, surface really level. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the key right there. It's like getting
5: people to see the value in mm-hmm. hard things. Yeah, hard and topics, so hard conversations. Yeah, but that's why you
1: have people that are so loyal to you, and that's why you succeed. Still yeah, and like
2: I mean, I've had people like walk up to me at the show and be like, "Hey." I'm so sorry about your mama and it's like I love you so much for saying that but like don't say that I'm just, you're gonna fool city <laughs> yeah. right now because I'm a yeah. person like if you give me a hug that's it I'm crying yeah. I am it's going to trigger me I will cry like I just like I'm a hugger I'm a lover like I, I love all these things and so for people to really care like that's what makes the world of difference and that's what like those people that are few and far between my 30,000 followers like you you made the world of difference in my life like the lifestyle that I have is completely provided by y'all and I couldn't be more thankful for it. And I just really hope that y'all see the value in me that I see in you because people like that, her coming and telling me like, Hey, if you need anything at any point in time, please let me know. Like, please don't be shy to reach out. Like Mm -hmm. she don't know me like that, you know, but she does, she really feels like that she does. And that's what I love about it. And I don't know. I want everyone to feel that way with me.
1: and I, feel, I agree completely. I, I feel that all the time too. Like all mm-hmm. girls will message me or like talk to me about like that impact I've made on them or what whatever it is. And when you like, I'm messaging them and I'm like, honestly, you know me better than most of the people I interact with on a daily fucking basis. And I don't even know you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's insane. Like you, you literally do know like everything that I go through, how hard I work. I was up till 3am last night, how I work in my shop. Like all the hard work that goes into it and it's it really is so insane like to see Mm -hmm. those people like that and how much they show up for you and like they really would do something anything for me and they shop by shop because they want to support me and Mm -hmm. they follow me like my stuff message me because they do and i going back a little bit to grief like the i grew up with a lot of loss so Mm -hmm. for me i feel like i'm like a pro Little flex there <laughs> not really to flex yeah but i've lost a lot of people and like my earliest childhood memories are from losing grandparents like i don't have any living grandparents i have barely any living aunts and uncles like and i've been there with my parents when they lost their parents and i will say the cool thing about grief is that things start to fucking make sense like like the necklace right it comes in the mail and you're like i wish this was hers but you're like somehow i knew my whole life that's above my nursery right that that was going to be my necklace and like things just slide in and like there's moments where it's like someone's fucking writing this like it's a book yeah right like someone had to like have a hand in this because there's no way it works out this perfect yeah the j
2: equals heart on the back yeah your, uh, right yep and you're just like and the cool thing is my mama bought that bolt for me yeah you know like i didn't pay for it she bought it for me yeah. you know and it was like my first ever big piece and like so proud of it and, and somehow, she knew that i was so proud of it you know what i mean and it makes it's sense. like a god thing
1: yeah, yeah. literally and like I've had conversations with my family, with my dad, my mom, like especially when like people are like when you're losing people, and it just like it makes again just so much fucking sense. And you look around and like you can see the writing on the wall that this was gonna happen. Yeah. Like and you didn't even fucking know it, but now you look back and you're like, of course it was gonna fucking happen. Like where, I, how did I not see it? And like, it really puts things into perspective, and it really it it's a beautiful thing still like we're all gonna die every single one of us that's scary to talk about like to think
2: all of us will well, die it's, it's the, the only cowboy, thing
5: the call me cowboy podcast yeah. Yeah. we're talking about death and grief we're yeah. all gonna die. Yeah.
2: it's the only thing that's for certain
1: but yeah it's and dead. like it's as bad as it is and as shitty as it is it's so beautiful and there's so many moments you have that you're like wow like yeah. life is fucking crazy yeah, yeah. like
5: I still really am curious about what helps you and what doesn't. Like, you mentioned the drinking, but, like, uh, what else? What, like, what, what can we do for a person's what, grieving in yeah, our Yeah, what, what can you give to somebody? And you said, like, holding them, just letting them yeah. be in it. You don't have to say anything. Like, what else?
2: I mean, at the end of the day, nothing helps. Yeah. Nothing will ever fix it. Nothing will ever bring her back.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's just the fact of the matter that, like... Would she want me to live this lifestyle of depression and grief and hurt and pain and the revolving cycle of, like, misery in a sense that is presented to you when... She, I mean, literally, like, she pushed me out of her vagina. Like, there will never be another woman like her, you know? Like, yeah. And to see how many people loved her and how much she poured into people, like, I only pray there's that many people at my funeral one day because...
2: Yeah, I mean like our community did so much for us and it's but at the end of the day nothing is gonna help nothing will help you you have to help yourself and if you don't have goals you don't have aspirations you don't have something to live for think about what their goals and aspirations were for you because she knows I'm gonna be something one day she knew it that's why she supported me that's why I mean going through her
3: jewelry box after she died she has brought every collaboration I've ever had everything i've ever done she has supported it every collaboration every sweatshirt every everything my mother has purchased it supported it every sticker everything like and i only hope to be half of the mom that she she was to my children one day because like i mean she was amazing she really is like she's still amazing like i couldn't say enough
2: good things about her you know so but just knowing yourself and knowing like knowing that she was an influential person in my life and knowing that she came from nothing and she created a whole lifestyle three beautiful children you know that are out doing their thing and having careers and like creating families and it's something that she's so proud of so why would i allow my life to be less than because she's no longer present in it day to day yeah and so like there's really nothing anybody can say or do to help you mm-hmm. and that's the moral of the story is you just have to help yourself you have to be real and raw and understand that like life isn't doing this to you because it's it's just bad luck it's just bad fate it's just what god has intended and you have to trust in it yep. it's the whole point and so one of my good friends her name's whitley and she told me um she told me this, and this is what I tell every every single person that's going through grief. I, it's, um, what is grief if not love, persevere it. And yeah. that is the most, that, that is, is the best thing anyone has
3: yeah. ever told me. Because, like, that's, that's the damn truth. Like, what is grief if not love, persevering? Like, it is my love for her that just radiates and I wish she could be here. I wish she could listen to this podcast, but I know she's here. I know she's here in the moment, even if she isn't here in the present. So you just have to know, you know, and like for me, I'm so thankful that I like, and I d- took advantage of the fact that I have, two amazing sisters and I just wasn't connecting with them like I should and this year has been completely different I mean like me and my sisters we are closer than we've
2: ever been and I mean I hope they feel the same for me but like I feel like I understand them on a whole nother level because uh, this is a trauma that we've all been through together and we've had no other choice but to become closer and it's really made me appreciate my grandparents more and like I mean my nanny is my second mom like she raised me and so like the day she go- is gone is going to be another day like this. And so, like, I mean, like, she asked me to be there. I will be there.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, no. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. I will be there. Yeah. yeah. If she's doing this, I will be there. Yeah. I don't care. And it's just for her because she'd do anything for me. Yeah. Like, literally anything. So, it just makes you really appreciate people more. And so, like, I miss the Thanksgiving, the last family event they did together. Like, everybody except me went um to oklahoma for thanksgiving and that was like the last family event my mom got to do and like that eats me up too like it does and like it wasn't intentional but yeah you know and i hope i'm an older sister too
1: so i hope you're leaning on people because i'm the worst i will not i'm like i gotta have my shit together (laughs) they're counting on me i need to be here for them and like I'll do anything to make sure they're good yeah so i hope that you're making sure you're good because yeah. I, know I yeah
2: yeah so. i've been trying but like i'm really blessed like i have a great boyfriend and he supports me and like and how cool that he knew your mom yeah like i mean li- literally like i mean i've known ricky since i was 13 years old yeah. so like he i mean he really knew her and he yeah. my mama always said like she's gonna marry that boy one day like she's always known since i was little like it's always been him you know Yeah. and so it's just, like, really, like, he knows when to check me, though. He knows when to be, like, hey, you need to rein it in. You're getting a little dramatic because I'll spiral. I'll spiral really hard, and then, like, you My won't get me out of the bed for the rest of the day. My you know what I mean?
0: does that for me, too.
2: Yeah, like, yeah. he has to be the one that's, like, hey. And so I can text him and be, like, I'm just really upset about mom right now. And he's, like, I know, baby. I know. And that's all I need. Like, I just need to be able to text somebody, and be like, I'm having a moment. Yeah. Just know I'm having a moment. You know, like, yeah. and so it was just, like. I couldn't have I could not I had a really toxic relationship before me and Ricky got back together and I could not have gone through losing my mom in that relationship. So it like we said earlier you see how things fall apart to come together to fall apart again and it's God super knew you needed him. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Essentially.
5: Um, the last thing I have like to say I think it's it important here. to note that like I've been with the podcast all week and this is the first time that katie got up in the middle of a conversation I and plugged, plugged in a, a mic, fucking in mic for me because <laughs> i was like yes like i am here for this this yeah. is like what fuels me like these conversations yeah and i've just been learning so much about it yeah this last and it's been hard yeah like this topic is hard it brings yeah. up so many things like whether you've experienced it or you've currently experienced it or you experienced it in the past like it just comes up and i am so grateful that we got to have this conversation so that when I am grieving, I can listen to this, and I can listen to what you say, and I can listen to you cry, and I can listen to it, and be like, "Yeah, I'm not the only one." Yeah, something I'm I not yeah. Not the only one. I'm gonna save this podcast probably for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. So I can't even thank you enough, Jordy, for being here and for like letting me ask you questions and for being so real and raw and vulnerable. Like, oh my gosh, it's just a breath of fresh air. I feel like every podcast we've had this week
1: amazing has been
5: like that in some way and it's not the same topic and the same person and they don't have the same experience
2: experience. they're all different
5: they don't have the same same life like it's all different but like everybody who has come here this week has been quality of some sort in my opinion
2: well thank you i do appreciate it very much and i'm just honored to be here in the first place and i'm honored that people even want to hear what i have to say and i'm honored that you know if y'all have made it this far thank you for listening to me boohoo um i hope I hope in time when you do experience grief, um, that you are willing to not let it completely alter who you are as a person and just know that like God is not intentionally trying to hurt you. To hurt you. Yeah. There's a plan and regardless if you see it now, eventually you will. So just have faith and just know like the only man in the world that'll validate you and make you feel better is
5: the Lord. Yep. That's all you need. Yeah. One I, and I just got to add one more thing to that about God. Cause I'm also really a, a faithful person, spiritual. I hate the term religious, but yeah, yeah I believe in God. And he's, he's who I lean on every day when I'm by myself, especially. Yeah. I don't think, and I, this is my personal belief. Not everybody needs to believe this, but like, this is my personal belief. I don't think he designed us to die. Uh-huh. He designed us to live in perfect harmony with him in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. His death was not a part of his yeah. plan. And like when I think about that, like I think it's not a part of his plan. You know, maybe I'm wrong and I'll go up to heaven someday and I'll be like, sorry, God, I've just told the world. Sorry, yeah. God. <laughs> like, I don't believe you like planned death because yeah. he God is light, God is goodness, God is joy. Like he's love. God is love. And that's why it's so painful because this was not part of his plan yeah in my opinion you can disagree with me feel i feel free to let um, me know but like
2: i completely agree though but like i think about it a lot my mama was too good for this earth yeah she had already done what she was put here to do
5: and and you're leaving she left you a legacy yeah you know, seriously like she I mean, literally has done you.
3: what she she was put on this
2: earth to do she did it like i mean she was the mayor of my freaking hometown like literally got a police department established like a splash pad christy rankin a splash pad like uh, the whole shebang like literally an impeccable woman so it's like i gotta i gotta follow up with something it gotta be good like i can't just let her legacy die where she lays you know and so
5: someday you should I I mean, I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but I have, like, a jewelry collection like, literally, like, named after her. Yeah. Just all the things you just talk, there's something to represent her that people can buy and remember your mom with you.
2: Yeah. It's because it's, like, I mean, it's crazy. Life's been a crazy experience, but, like I said, like, I am thankful every single day that I get to live the life I do because a lot of people don't and the opportunities I've been presented with and just the love and admiration and just, like, when... I know we were talking about earlier, like, sometimes you step in a room and you can feel the vibes off. Yeah. I don't put myself in those rooms anymore. I don't
5: like to be in those rooms either. That is one of the hardest things um, in my daily life for me is to sit in a room where I'm not comfortable. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. And I just don't, like, I won't.
5: I don't want to do it. I don't see it. I mean, I do see value in it. I I saw the value in the things that we've done that, like, this week specifically, because I meet really neat people and it's a good experience and all the networking things but to sit there and fight my social anxiety because i don't know what to say and i don't know what to wear and i don't really give a shit about this stuff anyway
2: yeah it's hard. hard yeah it is it's
5: definitely i mean not that i don't give a shit about influencing i do yeah. I, I but i like want to do it the way i want to do well it. i
1: think it's important i think influencing. Is i do i do too and there's a level of it like it is good work when you're doing it good
5: mm-hmm. like it is yeah
1: i like you're saying like I don't know, I'm just, I feel like you, like, I'm so glad you came on your talk, because I, I think that you, a lot of times, get misunderstood,
2: and, like, yeah. and I just think you're... But it's because I don't give a shit. Exactly. Yeah. But yes. you're real. Everyone's like, entitled to their opinions. I'm completely
5: honest. I, I didn't know. I was like, I don't know what she's going to be like. Yeah. I'm not really sure. I think yeah. we probably are a little different. And now I'm like, wow, God. <laughs> this yeah, is really great. Exactly. <laughs> it's a God <laughs> thing. And it always is a God and, thing. Like, and I genuinely believe. And sometimes, you know, we all make judgments. We all make snap judgments. But mm-hmm. like there is something you can learn and something you can be humble about and something that you can resonate with with every person yeah that was one of my biggest insecurities about becoming a counselor I was like how can I sit across from people that I know nothing about Mm -hmm. or I don't have any of their lived experiences they're still human beings yeah they still experience all the same things that I do yeah
2: well and yeah and the death of my mom I mean it humbled me it did a lot just because like
5: humility is key yeah but I mean
2: she's my number one fan you know like nobody rep me like
3: that bitch did. You know, like, yeah. she was my right or die, like, irreplaceable. So, like, that will humble
2: you, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I could never do any wrong any wrong in her eyes. And, like, I couldn't be more thankful for that type of bond and relationship that I had in my heart. But it has humbled me a lot because it's like, okay, well, now, God's telling me I have to create these relationships with other people, so I have to allow myself to open up, allow people in, and allow them to make mistakes and me not want because that's a lot that's a lot of me growing up i mean i hold grudge like i said earlier i hold grudges, grudges bad and yes. it's just like a, it's a natural thing that i do and i can't help it i'm not gonna let you fuck me over twice but i've tried to be better and more understanding and more like loving and i tried to just like put the energy into the universe that i want to receive back and it's not always the easiest thing in the world and sometimes i'm downright hateful and i will say it like Mm -hmm. i'm sometimes i am mean and i shouldn't be but i know that you ain't have to tell me that i know that like and that's something that i will fix by myself in time if i feel like if i feel like i'm gonna cherish you as a friend you're gonna know it you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like i'm i'm not gonna like my my close friends know i'm a ride or die like i will go to bats for them like no matter what like if we're in a room and you're telling me that this girl over here done slept with your boyfriend in your bed and you were just like distraught i will drag her ass right there in front of god and everybody and that is my problem and that is why i can't sometimes i have to really check about what i put out there because of the fact that i am I'm very unapologetic about it. Like you are not, gonna, yeah. you're not gonna do me wrong, but you're sure as hell not gonna do my little sister's wrong. You're sure as hell not gonna do my best friend's wrong. You yeah. are sure as hell not gonna disrespect my friend's grandmother here in this stadium because you think that you're better than her. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and so that's just the way I was raised. And my dad's gonna listen to this podcast probably cry because like <laughs> he's like, he'll, I hope he's proud of me. But,
1: I hope he listens.
2: <laughs> I mean, he might. He uh, when we start talking about my mom, he'll probably check out. Yeah. But, it's been it's been a lot seriously in the whole year and i just I like i said i couldn't be more thankful and i'm really glad that i could be here with y'all i'm really glad that y'all could experience this with me i'm sorry i'm a boohooer i'm no don't be sorry but
5: uh this is my favorite thing to do this is literally what i do for a career <laughs> so yeah you don't have to apologize to but i just
2: hope everyone does know life is real and raw and it's not intentionally trying to be bad to you
5: i my favorite
1: thing about the podcast is i feel like You can lie about a lot of things and you can be fake about a lot of things, but if I put a mic in front of you and I have you talk for an hour... And you
5: ask the right questions. And you ask the right questions.
1: You're not going to be able to fake anything and everybody's going to know what kind of person you are. And I think a lot of people on the internet don't know who they're supporting. They don't know what goes on behind closed doors. They don't know, you know, is this person worth supporting or not? And again, I think sometimes you're misunderstood and people don't get it. And I was like, I can't wait to put a mic in front of her and people to see what I see in her. And I want everybody to know that Jordi deserves your support. Jordy's an awesome person. She's Jordan. Call Jordan is cowboy
4: awesome. She, of <laughs> approval. <laughs> call me cowboy approved. Thanks, Jordan's guys. awesome.
1: She's a fighter. She will fight for the people that she loves and what she thinks is right. And even if sometimes it ruffles feathers, I think that is so yeah. valuable. And it's something that I tr- really deeply <laughs> admire. in you... And it's the reason why I love you and why I've followed you for a long time. Well,
2: thank you. You're welcome. Let me um so great to meet you. before Enjoy we're me. done, I want to plug all the little small designers yes. that I'm wearing right now. Okay. Let's do it. My checkered pants are dressed in Lala. I know they're a little bit bigger, but they're still a small company. Um, my checkered vans are Buck Buck and Coyote on Instagram. She hand painted them for me. Super cute. And then my watch band is Wild Horse Watch Band. They are at South Point. I don't know if this will be posted before the end yeah. of the president. Yeah, it'll be posted yeah. today. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then my hat is uh war bonnet. Uh, My t-shirt is Gypsy Blue Boutique. Uh, My earrings, uh, they're hand-beaded by a woman, a native woman. Her Instagram handle is Timsa Toms. I think I'm, just go to my Instagram, you'll find it. Um, My necklace is from uh, Wild K Jewelry. My other necklace is from Turquoise and Company. Um, Yeah, and I think that's about it. These bracelets are all, oh, Skeleton Key Workshop, Two Rivers Trade-In. I think that's it. I think that's all I got on.
1: Thank you so much for
2: doing this. Oh, and Western Sky is handmade with my bag. Buy something from Sarah. Yeah. Or I'll bully you into doing it.
1: Thank you so much for doing this. It was really nice to meet you, Jordy. I appreciate y'all so much. All right, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.